Hey, Jason, um, I would think in a, a situation like this, uh, it could cause a little division in a locker room, whatever a locker room looks like these days with uh, the way COVID is. But um, some people in Carson's camp, others maybe in Jalen's. Do you see any of that? And how do you keep, you know, the team kind of together uh, through this shift? Well, I mean, you know, we all got jobs, right? We're all here for a reason. We're here to be Philadelphia Eagles. And, uh, you know, part of that job entails to go out there and do everything you can uh, in the situation, in the, in the, in the uh, parameters that you're being asked to do your job. And, um, you know, I think that we are all not just professionals, but good people. We care about each other. The first and foremost job of being a Philadelphia Eagle is to be a good teammate. And that entails, uh, you know, giving of yourself to others, doing everything you can to help the person next to you succeed. So obviously it's a bad situation uh, personally for the careers of some guys, but you know we have a good team here in terms of you know everybody wants everyone to do well. Uh, we have a good culture. Uh, you know, in particular Carson Wentz is an incredible teammate. So I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to do everything he can to help Jalen Hurts succeed. And uh, I think that anybody who isn't doing that for all of their teammates. Uh, should be on the first ticket out of here uh, because that's not the culture of the team that I want to be on. So um, I have supreme confidence that all of these guys are going to do anything they can uh, to not only succeed for everyone else, uh, but to put their best foot forward uh, to try and get a win. For advertising opportunities for the following show, email us at cornerpubsports at gmail.com. It's time for the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports. The gang is all here gathered around the bar to bring you their opinions on the latest sports topics while drinking their favorite brews. Follow the gang on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Corner Pub Sports and on cornerpubsports.com. You can also join in the conversation by texting 267-277-3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. Hey, this is Jason Bertides from 97.5 The Fanatic and the Stick to Hockey Podcast. And you're listening to the drunkest, craziest motherfuckers this side of the Mississippi. Corner Pub Sports on Wildfire Radio. Corner Pub Sports. Well, you heard the open. Hey, man, what? You know, that at that. Love that open. Yeah. Number one, I want to say, hey, Pratt, thanks for letting us share that. We appreciate that. It was good for you to get that. And number two, you're talking about somebody who's the true definition of an all-around teammate. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, if Kelsey is not true Philly, no one is. Absolutely, man. Like, he lays it on the line every week, no matter how bad the team is playing. Right. You know what? And you know what? The, the one thing that I will say, the non-SSCS that I have right now, because I know we're going to do our SSCS, the non-SSCS is Carson Wentz. Hmm. Class act in understanding the situation, understanding that knowing what had to be done and just accepting it and taking it like a man. I agree right there, Mike, but I think me personally, 
I think before this season's over, he he he's gonna he's gonna get upset and he's gonna lose his mind. I completely disagree with you, bro. I think he's gonna. I just think he's gonna. You know what? He he absolutely. He's gonna get it out, Gary. He absolutely might. He will not do it in front of a fucking camera. Guarantee you that. Guarantee you that. He He will break shit in his house, but no one. No one will know. And who's he gonna lose shit on though? Because he he, you know, look. There's plenty of blame to go around, Uh, and obviously. This is what we're opening the show with. We rarely open the show with right into it, right? But that's what we're doing because this is this is yeah, how it well, is. You, you open with Kelsey, so we yeah, do and absolutely. Do. And, and and again, like Gary said, thanks to Ed Kratz of Sports Illustrated, uh, he he gave us permission to use that clip uh, with his interview with Jason Kelsey. So thank you very much, Ed. We'll get you back on the show very soon, man. Yeah, anytime you're ready, Ed. But um, yeah, I I mean Carson. First of all, Carson knows that he played very poorly this year uh, he'll he'll be the first to tell you he knows absolutely yeah so i i don't see him i don't see him being the type to lash out to lash out at teammates to lash out in general like maybe at home maybe at home he's like this oh, fat bitch! you fat bitch you know is he talking her. about jason peters no no yeah. Oh, okay I, know, I, thought, I thought he was talking about jason peters. No, well we'll get back to him too because he's <laughs> right but that being said sean now, Jason, um, Doug Peterson said, in order to help Jalen Hurts, well, we have to run the ball. We have to run the ball more than we ever did. So, okay, so why the fuck didn't you do that for Carson when he's struggling so bad? I saw that. You didn't, you didn't do it. Made no sense. I saw him say that. Wait, uh, what the yeah. fuck? Oh, we need to establish the run to get him in a flow. You, you ran oh. the ball nine times last week. Nine times yeah. last week. Uh, and, Brian, and like six of them were like either the first Scott quarter. or – or, um, well, six, uh, six, six of them, the were, six of them were in the first half. <laughs> See, that means you that's ran where, three times in the second that's half. Where, and that's where I'm going. If Doug Peterson comes out Sunday, which I have a feeling he's going to, and calls the perfect game, has a perfect game plan for a young quarterback or, mm-hmm. you know, leans on the run game, you know, um, calls the right play, like, and we're not on the text screen, we're not on the text thread saying, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Then, in the locker room on Monday, I think Carson Wentz has a right to start flipping fucking tables and shit. I mean, Jalen Hurts. But he'll never, you know what, he he might, but he'll never do it publicly. No, no. no. Good for him for not doing it, because that's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Guys, Jalen Hurts is still playing behind the same offensive line that Carson Wentz thought did. He's going to get fucking killed if he's not able to read a defense. They're going to murder him. And he's a rookie. He's, he's going to yeah, have his struggles right. anyway. Uh, there's both. What, I'm, what, what I'm going with with that is Miles Sanders, like as bad as the offensive line has been all year, Miles Sanders is still averaging close to six yards a carry. Mm-hmm. So but, if you run the ball 25 times and Jalen Hurts doesn't have any pressure on him and you keep it close and then somehow in the fourth quarter Jalen Hurts makes a play and you win. Yeah, That's a lot to ask for. But I, I'm saying – I mean, I, yeah, but you know what? That's really stretched. Brian, I, I hear you. And, and I, the, the one thing is, is that, like, Miles Sanders had a lot of – a few long runs. The numbers are skewed a little bit. And I know that they don't run the ball in the fourth quarter. But that, you look at the numbers in the fourth quarter, when they ran – hold on. When they ran, it's been ineffective. That's because they always had a they had a pass, Mike, because they're always playing from fucking behind. 
They don't have the opportunity to get to the fourth quarter and run the ball because they're playing from behind. Mm -hmm. So that, so in Doug Peterson's mind, let's pass so we catch up. Let's pass. I understand, yeah. but you can't bitch that they're not running if you're saying that they had to pass. I am. I'm going to bitch. I'm going to bitch that they didn't use the running game when they needed to use the running game. That's all, Mike. Especially early in the games, like you, you don't even like they they start to establish it. And you're like, oh man, this this might be that type of game. Like, I, yeah. was, was it against Green Bay that he was it Green Bay or Seattle when they started run? They started off like four and out then, of five. Then, four out of five plays were running plays, and you're like, oh man, this is this is good. Maybe they finally woke up. You watched what the Rams did last night. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what yep. the fuck? This yep. is yeah. This is what like if we're you guys to remember. Do. If you guys remember the Steelers game, the Baltimore game, they played like shit, but they were in it the whole entire game, both games. Yeah. If they ran a little bit more, right? Exactly, Sean. That's what I was getting to. And if that, you used to run, you may have won those two games. And that happened last week. Um, we went down the field. It was it was it was balanced. You were running the ball. Carson Wentz made a couple throws. Um, you kick a field goal. Okay. Then the Packers went three and out. So on our second drive, we still moved the ball. We didn't get any points. But what we still moved the ball. But then the Packers got the ball back, went down the field and got a touchdown. That was it. Stopped running the ball. Yeah. We completely stopped running the ball. So now here yeah, that's my next point, bro. Just because you're down and you're behind, you might not be, be behind fucking thirty. Down and behind. Maybe if you're down and behind <laughs> 10 points and below, you could still run the fucking ball. Especially in the first quarter. Right? Why are you abandoning the run because you're behind? Right. Especially in the first – like if you're down 10-14 in the fourth quarter with four, with seven minutes left, then you got to throw the ball. But, but guys, how many times have we been saying this since Doug Peterson was hired? Oh, yeah. Look, you know I mean? look we, we can count probably on one hand the amount of times we went, wow, what a game plan he had. You know, real. I mean, honestly, the last great time he had a the, la the last time I should say he had a great game plan was last year against Green Bay. That's the okay. last time that we can remember, and that's a full year ago, where he had a very balanced attack. He kept Aaron Rodgers off the field, and that team pulled out a win. And the Rodgers came back too in the end. I remember, that, yeah, um, yeah. Kelly said he's born from the behind. He's an ass baby. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, you know. You know, we, we we saw you know we saw that happen before, and 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 we remember the uh, Super Bowl year. Uh, they used to run. They they lose against Kansas City the second game of the year, and people were screaming, "When's this guy going to start running the ball? What do they do? <laughs> they they start running the ball, and then they go out and get Legarrette Blount, or I'm oh, sorry, Jay Ajayi. Yeah. They go out and get Jay Ajayi during that season. That running tack was oh my god. To go with Legarrette Blount, more on him in a second. Um, but yeah, and you had a great run into you had a great one two punch. And then you had Corey Clement, who was really used well. Right. Where the hell is like I know he's been hurt a little bit, but like he's healthy now. I think he had one carry last week. Yeah. So it's just it's crazy, man. I I mean Jordan Howard now, you guys know how I feel about him, but he was given two carries. But both I'm carries got more than three yards. Mm -hmm. You seen him for the two runs, he didn't see him again. I was yep. said he was done. And he was running well. Yeah, he had he had three plus yards on both runs. And Jordan Howard ran all over them last year. Like I, yeah, I don't it's... like why'd you activate him? Like I, I'm looking at the comments, the comments on the side here. <laughs> <laughs> My mom thought she was taking a shit. I pooped. I pooped out. What's it? I was a log in the toilet. I'm like Jesus Christ. Anyway, 
<laughs> He's so, a floater. <laughs> so, I, so I have a Jalen Hurts uh, clip. I looked up Hurts, and that's what came up, and I put it on the soundboard. Jesus. I mean, that's the first thing it sounds, came up. Sounds like so, it sounds like someone in prison getting fucked. Well, you know, I thought it was yeah. kind, of, kind of fitting. You know. So, you tell anybody about this next time, I'll be shit on my knife instead of my dick. You fucking your dick and your pussy all covered in shit! Fucking asshole, man! Fucking asshole, man! Oh, man. So, I know... I know I'm a little bit, like, I'm not... I'm not going to deny that Peterson's not done a good job this year. Uh, no, absolutely. I don't think he's really. I don't think he's really had a great supporting cast. No. Um, but he also did it to himself. I don't. Well, did he or did Howie? Uh, Howie, Howie. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, look. I don't know if either of them are back because if you replace a GM, you replace a coach more than likely. Yeah, you bring a new GM in, he's going to be new people. Yeah, right. But if, if we're we're if we're assigning blame, I blame uh, Howie much more mm-hmm. than Doug. Yeah, I think Doug completely and, agree with yeah, you. Yeah, we 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 went through it. I mean, we did this last week. You know, we we kind of really went through this. And yeah, we, I know I wasn't on last week, but. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, is that that Howie, Doug, you could say, look, this is the first year that Doug's really failed. Yeah, Doug's rallied the troops for a couple different years, made it to the playoffs, this you know, first had year. some success. Howie, I mean, if you really look at Howie, after the track Bowl, record, Mike, I mean, Doug, what's that? After the Super Bowl was won, Doug Peterson regressed as well. Did oh, Doug no! regress or we did suck Howie? Again! Well, I mean, he's the coach, so he's the one that's going to take that blame. Look, no, people, let's, people, let's talk people, about it. Let's talk about yeah, this. Yeah, that's fine because people were still people were still praising Howie in the way that he was handling the roster the year after the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, because of you these contracts, they, because of these contracts coming up, and, and people were upset. Oh my God, how are we going to keep this guy? How are we going to keep that guy? When they signed Wentz, oh, what a great deal! I'm glad they signed him. You know, and, and he, he can't because he pushed all the fucking money of those right. contracts exactly. to the coming season. Yeah. We, we knew That's it was right. we knew it was going to come he up. Kicked because, the can down the road right. till this right. till this season. And right. I want to make this point: uh, the year after the Super Bowl, when we all did our picks, Gary had had him in the NFC Championship game. Me and Sean had him in the Super Bowl again. Mike, I forget where you had him finishing, but you were the only one that said you were questioning the team because of the age of the roster and the money situation. Yeah, yeah, he did. Like, and right. like you've seen this coming, dude. And like, it's, you're right. Like you said it then. And that's all he did was he didn't fix the cap. He just kicked the money down the road. Right. Until he was going to eventually have to pay the Piper. Now he's going to have to pay the Piper. And the problem is, he's going to pay the Piper at a situation where we're screwed now. Because I'm not going to blame him. I'm not going to blame him for. I'm not going to blame him for signing Carson Wentz. It's, it was the right move at the time. But I'm saying, like that alone, what he did with that money and with the, the shape they're going to be in next year should cause him to get his ass fucking fired alone. Right, because it, it was it was the money situation. 
It's the poor draft thing for years. So you say, you're like, oh, yeah, you want to blame people? Doug Peterson, at least, yeah, he regressed. The team's done worse and worse every year. Right. I get that. But you know what? He's got them to the playoffs. What is Howie done that you could look at and say, all right, he's done okay? This draft is Howie's done nothing, nothing okay in the last three years. Their, their, their last 50 draft picks, one made it to the fucking Pro Bowl. Just one. Right. One. Their, their signings, Hargraves, Deshaun Jackson, the trade. Oh. Who else was uh, losing Malcolm Jacobs? Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, the the re-up and Alshon Jason Jeffrey. Peters. Mike, you're getting, you're Jason getting, Peters. You're getting some uh, half love here from Jason Mays, who said, uh, "I don't want to credit Mike, heaven forbid, but he was correct." <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Jason? I mean, you're looking at it now, like you should have cut ties with Jason Peters and fucking kept Vitae. Well, I'm, the point I was yeah. making, let alone everything that went on this year and as bad as they're playing, what Howie did with that fucking money and the position he's going to have the team in next year with the cap should cause his ass to be fired See, for alone. Between, alone. Absolutely. Right. That alone, he should be fired. And with everything going on, look, look, we all agree that Wentz has been absolute dog shit this year and that he deserved to be benched. That, yeah. part, that part I'm absolutely. completely fine with, right? Completely fine with. I don't. I don't care what happens the rest of the season. I'm not worried about the rest of the season. I, I don't care if they win out and, and somehow make a playoff. It doesn't matter to me. What I'm concerned about is the future of this team, and yeah. and, and and Wentz is included in that, obviously, because you know th- this can mess up his psyche or it can help him out. We've seen people look. You know, uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, year five, had very similar numbers to what Wentz is having right now. Um, we've seen Peyton Manning struggle in year three or four of his career. Like, these guys go through. I, I don't know. Like, I just named two Hall of Famers. I'm not saying Wentz is in that class. But what I'm saying is, you know, it is, it's not unfathomable to think that these guys can't come back from stuff like this. Look, he's had Even a bad Aaron year. Rogers 2020 has – Yeah, 2020 yeah, has sucked for everybody, two man. Yeah, he years. Yeah, he has. Yeah, Remember like that year that he started so, off one in five or something? Right. But, so, but can I put a – one thing I do want Sorry. to say, though, that like, God. like, I'm a, like, most of us are Wentz supporters, right? Like, a, I, I don't think he's done. He's not going anywhere. So then people that say, oh, you can trade him here, you can trade, he's not, not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. We're not getting, it's broken. He's repairable. Right. That, that, like, he's, you're not it's gonna, possible. Is it, is it possible to trade him? Yes. If you really wanted to trade him, you could find a way to do it. But you are not going to trade a guy and still pay him $34 million. Well, I'll still take the the cap hit of thirty four million dollars. Yeah, it's you're not going to do it. Like it's not going to happen. And the thing is, is that like yeah, as bad as he looks this year, we've seen him carry. Like he's not as bad as he looks right. this year. Okay. There's something. There's something wrong. So what? What I was getting to. What I think is wrong. I think them drafting Jalen Hurts fucked them up in the head. Now, See, we're all we're all agreed that they shouldn't have drafted Jalen Hurts. Right. Correct. But if what's going on with him is because they drafted Jalen Hurts, that's on Carson Wentz. And that's a problem. Agreed. You, right. You need to get your shit right, dude. Make the Eagles regret taking a second-round right. pick on a quarterback I'm glad, because you're playing so well. I'm glad you bring that up because right. I actually had that written down. I, I said Wentz needs competition, right? Because think about it. When Wentz, when Wentz was drafted, he was drafted second overall, 
He came he started in. started banging his old lady and he forgot how to play football. <laughs> he came in. Sucks weak as the knees. does. <laughs> he starts to come and then he pulls out. So he, he, he comes into the league and Sam Bradford's in front of him. And, uh, you know, you're thinking, or, or not Sam Bradford, I'm sorry, Chase Daniel. Sam, Chase Daniel's in front of him. And Chase Daniel's going to start that year. And then they watched Wentz play in the preseason. And then, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this. We're not doing this. You know, and they say goodbye, goodbye to uh, Daniel. They trade him, which opens the door for Wentz. They basically hand him the keys and say, go. This is now your team. We're looking at you as the franchise quarterback of this team. You're, I mean, he's drafted he, number two, he, Sean. Yes. I, two. I, trust me, I have no pro- – but the, he was handed the job after playing one preseason game, right? He got that job. He had minimal success his first – you know, he was okay his first year. Second year, he's ha- he's an MVP candidate, right? He gets hurt on four. We all know the story. We all know the story, right? Won the MVP. He's never he's been scrutinized mm-hmm. a little bit since he got hurt because of the Foles thing. Uh, it, but there was no competition with him and Foles. Everyone knew that Carson right. Wentz was going to be the starting quarterback of his team going forward, and Foles was not going to be a. St- he's, he wasn't the uh, uh, future of this franchise. Everybody knew that. So there still was no competition. Even people were like, "Oh, he sees him in his rear view." No, he didn't. He he knew. He knew that Foles was a was a loner. I, I hate to say that, but he was. He was he was here on a twenty million dollar a year that the year after he won the Super Bowl, they signed for one more year for twenty mil, which means if you're going to keep Foles, you're signing him for around the same, if not more, for an extended contract. Um, yeah. And, so, so just to interrupt. Yeah. Jason brought up a good point. You know, broke his knee, broke his back, whatever. All that <laughs> clowny broke his brain. Yeah. I, no, I, I heard. I, no, I mean. What I'm saying is that, like, is is it possible that the concussion has led him to be, like, scatterbrained? You, you see it with the NHL players. Is it possible that he wasn't wasn't fully right when they brought him back? It's, is it, he had is not, it possible that's was, a problem? It was nine months later. I, I don't think so. It was nine months later. I mean – yeah, I, I I don't think so. No. I know, but Crosby held he missed a year, right? Look at the line he's playing behind. That uh, our offensive line is the t- most worst one in the fucking entire league, except for maybe the Cowboys. And- <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, the Cowboys are fucked up, which you know is great, by the way. <laughs> oh um, yeah, Gary, what are you drinking there? Hold on. Flying fish, go birds. Nice. Well, I, I don't know about the, you know, I, I don't know if I'd be supporting that right I, now. I, <laughs> hey, thick or thin, brother. Ken Rogers says. I'm we, just going to I, I, think, I think he's basically saying, you know, that, you know, got to stop making excuses for him. He's, he just stinks. And and Ken, look, Ken might be I mean, right. He could be. J- I don't J- know. Like, does Ken, he stink? He doesn't stink. Like, he doesn't stink. What, what, if, a, what, if, he, what if he did I mean, this is the he, first year. I mean, he carried the team on his back last year. Does he stink? Right. Like, the, the, he doesn't stink. That He may be um, mentally fragile. Like, I mean, that That may be it. And that's what but I wanted he to ha- – But he right. has – like, he doesn't stink from a talent standpoint. He has okay. the tools. I tell you right now, Doug Peterson lost his franchise quarterback. Like, it, it – it, Peterson mean, lost him. Doug well, Peterson may have broken him. Yeah. But his problems are not, are from the neck up, not the neck down. That stinks. So, yeah, I uh, seen Polsky's comment yeah. and knew that was coming. So, I mean, this is why I went to bring it up because I thought it was a good topic. I mean, basically, like, 
you know, that the fact that he needs he needs this competition. That's what I was trying to say. Like he's been handed everything, right? He, nothing nothing has nothing has come. He, he didn't earn it. It was just handed to him. Right. Nothing has been earned. Right. He he reached a little. You know, he faced a little scrutiny with the Foles thing, but he everyone knew that that wasn't true. It was just the fans chattering and sports radio chattering. We we really didn't. I don't consider us sports radio. I consider us four guys having a good time and you know speak, we just have a microphone. Yeah, we That's we all. have no yeah no. But, um, you know, so Ken's saying, what, what, what tools is yeah, he have? Accuracy, strong arm, If IQ. you don't see his talent, then you don't see his talent. No, I mean, Ken, IQ, the guy's, a, the guy's an intelligent guy. He's a classy guy. He's got a strong arm. Accuracy, you, you got a you – uh, I don't know if he can read You got defense. a point on accuracy. He hasn't been strong – he hasn't had a great amount of accuracy. He, he's a winner. He's carried the team on his back. He's – Driven the team, he's had some comeback wins. So there's there's been a bunch of things where I could say that he he's got he's got some um, he's got some tools. But what he but what he just said all the tools right now. But he's got them you tools. can't complete a pass if your fucking wide receivers are covered like fucking blankets. But what he just said here you is can pro- know is probably the most true thing that Ken brought up. Right, but that's, that's, true. that's not on Wentz. That's not Wentz's fault. No, it's not Wentz's fault. And I don't know if he's saying that, but I agree with that. The coaches have coddled him because he's – he got that franchise QB blanket right. around him. And now it's the first time that he's he's facing adversity. And I, that's, and my whole point about this is that he was handed everything. If he's really sought – because, Ryan, you brought it up about the Jalen Hurts thing being drafted, and was that messing him up? If If that is something that's messing him up, that he's not fit to be a quarterback in this league. Right. And and that's my whole – that was what my conclusion was of this whole thing. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but, you know, you have to face adversity. You have to face some scrutiny, You especially playing in the NFL, especially playing in Philadelphia. And that's what happens in this town. We're going to get on you. The most popular position in this town is the backup quarterback, whether you like it yep. or not. So, you know, I hate, yeah. I hate that. I hate that. But it, it's just the way it is. And if you can't handle that, if you can't handle the pressure or the criticism or, or the, you know, basically the competition, because there is now a competition in Philadelphia. I mean, I hate to say it. You know what? But I'll tell you what. The the one thing that you brought up the competition, the one thing that I hate is I don't wish ill will on Hurts. No. I want Hurts to do well. I mean, you know what? It's weird because I, I want a better draft pick. But I don't wish ill will on Hurts. You know what? He can if still play. He can still play well. Kyler Murray, fucking great. That's awesome. Patrick Mahomes, awesome. You know, if he is the savior for the team, I am not going to wish ill will against him. If that means, if it's at the, if it's at, if it means it hurt, or if it means that Wentz is jettisoned, whatever's best for the team. Yeah, straight up, I'm yeah. Uh, Jason no. wants to know if he no. wants to. Can he throw no. fifty dollars on the birds to cover? No, <laughs> don't. No. What on on tonight's uh, on this week's on game? On the birds. Uh, no, the man. Seven no. points now. No. But yeah, I I completely agree. Um, obviously, like I want the team to win. I don't care who the fuck's playing the quarterback. I love Carson. I know, but everybody's everybody's like, oh, I want I want him to, you know, I want Hurts to fail because, you know, Wentz is my He like, hasn't spent no, his entire just... career rehabbing. He hasn't spent his entire career rehabbing. Did you not watch the end of last season when he had nobody to throw the fucking ball to and he made the playoffs? The <laughs> team like, shouldn't have made the playoffs. That's why I put it up there, they only dude. made the playoffs yes. because of him. Yes, he did. He carried the team on his back. 
Yeah, Hurts. Maybe he does. Foles guy because he keeps fucking saying it. Uh, you know, so uh, look, I, I root for the team. I root for the emblem on the helmet. You know, the jersey, right? The, the name on the on the front of the jersey. You know, the Eagles, not the name on the back. I know what I'm saying. This, this you know what? Right here, I support that, Foles that too. Like you know what? I I hope Foles does well in Chicago. I don't hate Foles. So, no, yeah. I hate that. I hate that the concept that Foles is better because he's not. And I don't know if I don't know if Hertz is better than Wentz. If if Wentz or if Hertz is better than Wentz, great, then great, great, and for that's the team. awesome. Great that, for the franchise. Better position. Right. Right. Now, now they're in a position where it, look, let's just say Hertz comes out and look. look I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I just. I just. No, I absolutely don't think it's going to happen. I, I mean, I, I've, been, I've been the one that's been the biggest, the biggest hater on the pick, but I still hope it works out. I hope that. I hope that he's the best quarterback in the league. I hope he's better than Patrick Mahomes. But does it mean that he's going to be better? No, probably not. I don't expect it. Polsky's, I expect him to be mediocre. Polsky said that uh, Foles has a bigger dick, though. And then Ken said, uh, you can't make the yeah, club if you're in the He said, you can't make the club if you're in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> but, look. Not lying. Look, look two, two years in a row now, Wentz has been healthy the whole year. I think we can – I, th- I and he think he was healthy as rookie year. Yeah, he, and like, I think you can put that to rest. Honestly, I think you can put that to rest. He had a stupid, you know, an injury. He was aggressive, and then the back injury. He took a bad hit. Look, you know, the concussions and, and dirty played, hit. He played for nine weeks through it. Right. I think you can drop the what, injury, the, the injury card on Wentz. Yes. But but anyway, I, I don't want to. He's a gamer. Yeah, I, I don't want to dwell on the the Wentz thing per se. I, I want to look at the future of this team because I'm I'm concerned. Because if if Hertz doesn't play well, and Carson Wentz isn't Carson the Carson Wentz that we thought we had here, this this team's fucked, absolutely fucked. And and guess what? We it it all comes full circle. Howie Roseman fucked this team over salary cap wise. If they get rid of Howie Roseman, who the fuck is going to want to come into this job and take over that situation? It depends on how much you're willing to pay that guy, Sean. You know I, don't I, mean? even think, I don't even think it comes down to that. I think it, you get a young, up-and-coming guy, he's not going to turn down the job because of the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's well, going to take it as a challenge. He's going to come in and try to fix it. All right. Jason said Michael. Well, there you go, Jason. I did get my hair cut. He said Michael's look hot. I just want to put this Actually in Actually, notice it, bud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking Phil Collins fucking album cover, no jacket required. Fathead, you'll never see these headphones. You'll break them. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> but um, <laughs> awesome. just all time. <laughs> but um, again, like I'm, I'm obviously like I love Carson Wentz. I want him to be the guy, you know. But if he's not and Jalen Hurts plays well, awesome. Like you know what I mean. Um, and that's a good point from David. Um, he's been the sack. I think it's ten straight games with at least three sacks. Yep. Now some of the, some of them are on him. Right, right. Him, yeah. I mean, he's got 50, 50 plus on, yeah. against him. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, um, that's but if boy. if Jalen Hurts comes in, is that me? Yeah. Is that look? Is yeah. that what I look like? Yeah. The short hair? Oh, okay. If Jalen Hurts come, comes comes right. in and he plays well, can't grab the hair on the back. If it's yeah, nothing to grab. See, sorry, Ryan. Some, Ryan, oh, ten fucking seconds, Mike. Somebody's making a point. You fuck. Ryan Bang short hair. Is he? He. he, 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 he you? 
You were all fucking people? Bunch of childs. Bunch of childs. Jesus right. fucking Christ. Your mouth's moving more than a duck's asshole tonight. <laughs> it's a unicorn. Hey, somebody's gotta somebody's gotta be drunk tonight. You seem sober, Shut so the fuck you know. Up. I'm only kidding. Alright, look, you know what? Go ahead, Ryan. You know what, Gary? I'll, I'll tell you what. Before Gary, before Ryan finishes, I'm gonna finish my beer so I can get into the beer so everybody can talk. All right? Actually, hold on, hold on. Kenny's got Ken's got a good point here, because I, I I want this. Did, did you have this many excuses for number five, or did you keep booing him after? You no, know, did you keep booing him no. after you left the draft? Ken, listen, I was all about Donovan McNabb being drafted because. Because you're looking Never at like, you're looking at a situation. McNabb is the best quarterback. Of yes, the quarterback-franchisee-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-history-
man. Mike, Mike, Callie's asking if you're okay. Why would I not be okay? Because you, you said you sound like you got jizz in your throat. Mike's fucking hammered. I told you. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, mucus, jizz, whatever, you know. Whatever pays the bill, right? Whatever works. Sometimes you can't tell the difference. I'm coming in now. <laughs> oh, man. So you're a swallower, not a spitter, huh, Mike? Hey, look, you know, whatever makes him happy. <laughs> Mike, should you get a dog yet, man? It's true. What the fuck? Mike has Ryan, a dog. You fucking know I have a dog. I've had a dog for 13 fucking years. He's had a dog. I remember <laughs> your dog. Yeah, his name's Buddy, too. It's a quick... You've been to my house like three times. I'm sorry. It's like... a quick two-syllable name. Buddy. Fucking pay attention. Bruh. Oh, man. <laughs> the fuck? So, I think we're all... I mean, it, it, I wasn't sure how everyone's take was, and it sounds like we're all pretty much in the same boat here. Like, we're all wishing the best for Jalen Hurts. We hope he plays well. If he plays well, it's be better for the franchise, I think, going forward. Um, if he doesn't play well, that's... See, this is my my biggest fear if he doesn't play well because he is raw like I have, I have a good friend who's an Oklahoma fan he watched Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma he's like look he's gonna be a borderline starting look he's not an expert you know but he's just based off what he said oh he, shit I got proposition he's more of a he's more of a uh, 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 you know a college quarterback college schemed quarterback although you know we've heard about many other quarterbacks in the past and they're, they've been wrong we'll see if this is the case with Hurts but he seems Raw. He seems like his first instinct is to run, right? Mm -hmm. He goes back. Read, no one's open. I'm taking off. We've seen Wentz do that when he first came to the league. We saw McNabb do that a lot when he first came. A lot of these guys, Lamar Jackson, all these guys. They, they, you know, first instinct. I'm going to rely on my legs to make a play because there's no one open. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but teams are going to get a book on you and they're going to they're going to game plan for that. And look, now, at, look, look at Lamar. I mean, it takes time, but look at Lamar Jackson this season, right? I mean, look at uh, look at Kyler Murray the past month. Look mm -hmm. at Josh Allen developing. Each each year he gets better. Each year he, he's not good one year and then regresses. Each year he's a little better. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen, I tell you what, Josh Allen has shocked the fuck out of me because last year he 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 was the bottom of the barrel as far as throwing the deep balls, and now this year he's been he's been pretty damn good. Right, that offensive coordinator is going to get a fucking head coaching job. Wouldn't mind it being here. And Jason says rookies do that. Absolutely, Jason. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, these guys, these guys want to they they want to make plays for the team. They're not going through all the progressions, all the reads. But when defenses start closing in on you and start game planning for you against the run, now you have to do it with your arm. We'll see what he does here in the last. What we got? Five games left. Four. They're Four. fucking nine and three. Huh? Huh? Apparently, the over-under on Who? rushing yards for uh, uh, Hertz this oh, week is 36 oh. and a half or something. 36 and a you half. You want to take that over. Actually, that was the – Jason wanted to put it, uh, money down. That, that, what, was it Jason who said that? Yeah. So, put money down on that. Put that money down on that prop bet. Yeah, yeah. I think he rushes for 50, 60 yards by default. He might have to. Yeah. Dude, playing the whole game. Dude, this actually might be a really fun game to watch. Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts going at it. Yeah, how about it? Yeah. You know, we'll see, but I, I don't know. I mean, I know. I'm trying to get. Yeah, I know we're not so, doing picks, but the you know. deep, 
The Saints got a better offensive line. Saints got a better defensive line. Saints got better receivers. Saints got a better quarterback. No, Saints didn't have a better. Did the Saints have a better defensive yeah. line? Uh, yeah. You think they're playing better? I'd still. I that might be the uh, only thing. Eagles defensive you, line. I take Cam Jordan's a great know, Eagles have you know, defensive line. Yeah, really you good. know when you went. Hmm. Actually, the past month the Eagles defense is actually playing pretty well. Yeah, their defensive line's been pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah. Slay's, bang, Slay's banged they, up this year, by, this week, by the way. The, yeah. The gadget QB game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, this is going to be uh, it's gonna be an interesting game. I Look, I don't want to beat the Jalen Hurts thing into the ground. I'm sure, you know, everyone has an opinion on it. We gave ours, honestly, and, and at bottom line, I, I think we're all in the same – same feeling here. We want to see him do well. Yeah. We want to see Carson um, I mean, turn I just, the corner and, and, and get his shit back together because if not, we might have a bigger problem. Uh, all right, answer this question. So we all think Wentz is fixable, right? Yeah. Not with this, not with this coaching regime. What the fuck, Gar? The fuck? What? So, no. so is it is it fixable with Doug Peterson? Not okay. with this. Not with the current makeup. No. Yeah. I I. I not the piece. Well, I mean, Not yeah, the... I mean, you would need to change it. Coaching, like, you might need a coordinator or a quarterback's coach. Right, I mean, right. you need somebody to set them aside, or you, you need something yeah. to change. Not that Peterson yeah. has to go. Peterson doesn't have to go, but you need to get a different formula because this committee. Howie does. I Howie agree. needs a I agree. Call. Doug Peterson needs a play calling offensive coordinator. That's what he needs. Howie. You know what? The Eagles need somebody that's going to be like, hey, you know what? We have the fifth pick. We're going to take Jamar Sampson because he's the fucking best receiver in the draft. We're not going to overthink it and take the fucking fastest guy. We're going to take the right, fucking guy the that's the best player. So we have a couple of people. I, I don't I don't think Callie – Callie hasn't chimed in. Oh, Callie said yes. Jason said no. He was never that good. David Peterson on here said fix the offensive line, then ask me. Yeah. Oh, look, he's got a fair point. I – and look, maybe, maybe Jason's, maybe he wasn't that. I don't know, man. I, I don't the know. question has to be asked. I mean, like, you know, I hate to even mention the name again, but the offense, not that the offense looked bad in 2017 with Wentz, but the offense moved when Foles came in in 18. It, it moved when he came in in the, the, the last year or the no, year seven, before, whatever. 17 and 18, 18. Yeah, yeah. Um, if the offense with the backup quarterback moves again, you, you, you got to start asking the question, is it Wentz? Didn't you, see, right, didn't right. you just look back? In, yep. I'm sorry, Sean. They yeah. did simplify the, play, the playbook according to that quarterback. Like, they're they're expecting the God's ransom from their franchise quarterback, which is Carson Wentz. So they're going to escalate the playbook when he's in there, which you got to understand that's why they do that. So I mean, he's the franchise. He's the guy. We're going to – we're going to – put our max amount of plays when he's on the field and they didn't they didn't change it when he was struggling but that 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 like this point that jason's making that that might be it like is it 2017 be. the year where you're like like that's the year you should say what's wrong with carson wentz he you know did he have a uh it, it, it's possible that it, it, it just year, everything right? broke right for the eagles in right. 2017 it's entirely possible did he have a 2013 uh or whatever that year that was 15 uh Carolina Panthers season where Cam Newton couldn't do anything wrong. That right. team, when everyone looked at Carolina, went, eh, I don't really get it. Like, they don't look that great. And then they got shellacked. No, it was 13, right? And the Broncos beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, shellacked um, them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
Um, was that 15 or 30? I, whatever, it doesn't matter. But either way, um, he might be he might be right. But but then I I just think about the things that Wentz used to do. Uh, even last year, you know, he had a couple throws. He made that one throw in the back of the end zone. Um, uh, was it Sanders or Clement? Oh yeah, they weren't against Washington. And he he makes those plays that make your jaw drop, especially in 2017, and then towards the end of last year. He made those throws. You're like, here he is. He's back. Haven't, right? We haven't seen it this year. We haven't seen it this year. No. But you last can't year, say it when your quarterback on his back. To, 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 he, he took the team on his back, Gary. You're right. He oh, took Mike, the team I'm on his back. You can't when, see when, him do them type of passes when he's laying on his back. The guy's been sacked 50 plus times. Yes, oh, maybe. No. I know, but we I know, but maybe, maybe ten of them sacks were his fault. I think it's more than ten. Right. I'm, but I'm just saying, the majority of them, I mean, how can you throw the ball when you're on your back? Yeah, but you know what? And I know Jason Mays is a Pittsburgh guy. The offensive line, I don't know what the offensive line's like in Pittsburgh. I've followed it closely. He gets yes. rid of the ball faster than any quarterback in the one, league. He avoids sacks because he gets one, two, rid of the three, ball. Four. Now, granted, I, 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 get, I get that he has better quality receivers. Maybe Claypool is better than Rager. I I guess. I mean, maybe maybe he trusts his guys better. Are they better? I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, Carson's not getting rid of the ball quick. He's not trusting the players. Are they covered that much better, or is it that Roethlisberger's been in the league? He figured it out. Exactly my point, Mike. He don't have faith in his line, so he's afraid. I know, but you know what? Maybe Roethlisberger doesn't have faith in his line, but he doesn't need that faith because he gets right. rid of the ball quick enough. He's one, two, three, one, two, three, three go. Well, Jason, Jason said he broke his back. He has no talent around him. I got audio from uh, Carson. He adapted this year. Absolutely. I broke yeah. my back. I got audio from Carson Wentz. Final. <laughs> I broke my back. Oh. What do you mean by that? Your back is broken. What, a, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. <laughs> My bad, John. <laughs> that was perfect. You knew where I was going with that. That's awesome. Uh, that's great. Uh, John? I am Mike Tyson, baby. Yeah. The, the real deal wants to kick his ass. The Bears can smell the menstruation. Speaking about speaking of Tyson, not to change subjects, but uh, it sounds like the Holyfield Tyson thing is is happening. That's going to be a go. That's what it I'm sounds like. Man. I'm cool. intrigued. Now, this isn't going to be an exhibition, right? They're they're going to like you know, it's going to be a legit fight. That's what they're yeah. That's what it sounds like. All all ears count. The real deal will get them. But what makes you think that, Gary? When was the last time you seen Holyfield? Like you know what I mean? Yeah, right. But I mean, Mike Tyson ain't what he was. And when but neither that... is Holyfield, Gar. He's missing the years. Is Holyfield hasn't fought in fifteen oh, years either. Both in their fifties. Fair enough. You guys were the ones that said, and you were right that that Tyson was going to smoke Roy George Jr. I didn't think he was going to happen. Beat him. Now all of a sudden I'm a believer in, like, in Tyson, man. So maybe I'm behind. Maybe I'm hey, just going to keep. It was, wrong. it was a fucking draw. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, but Roy, Tyson won that. Oh, it had to be ruled a tie. It was it was, it was an exhibition. They had yeah. to rule it a tie. So, Paul, Paul, Anybody he, that watched the fights, like, Tyson smoked them. 
Uh, Polsky said that um, Jason first went, no, we're going to get to the Phillies. And uh, uh, Polsky said that we're, they're just, the Eagles just aren't driving it, that, that Wentz just isn't driving. He just called me a jive turkey. No. No, he did not. He uh, called you a cocksucker. I <laughs> um, haven't, haven't played that one in a long time, man. <laughs> when did you become a jive turkey? <laughs> Dude, that's, that scene is fucking phenomenal. Everyone gets all quiet. Once you turn into Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yeah. Uh, you jab turkey. You just call me a jab turkey. You turn into Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, that was... Oh, man. Um, so, LeGarrette Blount uh, has called it a career. And uh, speaking of the past, right, uh, it was pretty cool uh, because he, one of his first sentences, he thanked Philadelphia and, and Peterson and the Eagles. Man. So what does that tell you? He said that was the most Life. fun year he had in, in his career was playing for the Eagles that year. Apparently it wasn't Malcolm Jenkins because, you know, he's taking on the Eagles now. Yeah, you know, Eagles Saints, yeah. uh, Malcolm Jenkins makes his returning as Philadelphia, and, yeah, he's got a little uh, little shit to say. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, At least he said, um, like, like it really wasn't about getting paid by the yeah. Eagles. It was about the respect. It was about the respect. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't about money. Respect by paying them. So, so like, like he puts that out, and then To responded. I don't know if you guys seen this. Yeah, well, yeah. He said, he said, yeah, I completely agree. Out Mac, at Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, so, Jesus so, Christ! That's fucking thirty years ago. Wait, who said this? Who said this? To To. So he said, I completely agree. At Malcolm Jenkins. For me personally, it was about respect and getting paid. But then that fucker number five had to step in and put his two cents in, so it didn't work out for me in Philly. I always love the fans, though. You know that. All right. So he still hates Donovan McNabb. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, I, I, I when I was out, since I've been out for a while, I uh, anybody try the uh, Hershey's Yingling? No, I've not. A porter? Oh, it's fucking solid. I heard it was pretty you good. You guys gotta try it. I heard it was pretty good. I heard it was, heard it was pretty decent. Um, so we we moving on to the fill soon or? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so what do you think? The Eagles, oh, I, I, Eagles are going to lose this game. Do you think they lose by more than seven? Yeah. Let me let me look up what the line is here. I think it's seven. Uh, this is this is what I have to say about Malcolm Jenkins. I speak a little French. You're an ass bite. Pardon my French. Welcome to Louisiana and New Orleans, right? The, the French uh, quarter and all that shit down there. Yeah. Yeah, shave your fucking beard, you hardened want to be. <laughs> the line is seven and a half. Um, seven and a half now. Look at that. Uh, you know? Jason, you're right, though. He does talk out of both sides of his mouth. He, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. yeah I, look, does. I liked him here, but it was time for him to go. Last year, he was he was cooked here. Whether it was him or Jim Schwartz or the scheme or whatever, but he was done here. Yeah. So he, I don't know if Jalen Mills is the answer. But no, no, no me neither. Uh, and and Cravion, uh, Cravon, when no, they, they drafted done. him, Wallace, we we don't know. We don't know. The I'm, guy hasn't gotten a chance. So I, I know, know one thing. I'm done with the Maddox fucking experiment. Mm-hmm. And you cut, and you caught Willie Philly. Yeah. Avante Maddox. Oh, it stinks. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah I'm done. I'm done with that experiment. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, prediction. I, I, man, I don't know. Kamara, Michael Thomas, but it's Tyson, Tyson Hill, man. I, the defense is still solid. I, I just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the Eagles a chance here, uh, only because it's a, uh, the unknown, right? You, they might not. They only have a, a half of Jalen Hurts, less than a half of Jalen Hurts to, 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 to have, you know, a game plan for. So. I'm going to give them a, the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say they, they still lose this game, but I think they give the Saints a little bit of a fight. I think they lose by, like, I'm going I'm to say they lose by six. I'm going to yeah. say, I, I think um, the Eagles come in, they play desperate. They're a veteran team, so they're going to hang with them for a little bit. But as the game goes on, I think the Saints pull away and win by at least 14. Mm. Okay. But Jay, it's not it's not like an embarrassing loss. It's yeah. just as the game goes on, the Saints start to fall away. See, I think um the way the Eagle season's gone, everything leads you to believe that they're gonna lose this game by double digits. Mm-hmm. I I see a backdoor cover. Oh backdoor. John, I think I, I think giggity, giggity, giggity. I see this like man. a six point game. Mm-hmm. I see this kind of similar to Green Bay, some sort of like yeah. kick return or some crazy yeah. thing where they cover. Is it here or New Orleans? Not that I think it's here. Not that it's, it's here because it, it, Drew Brees isn't quarterback. And so usually Brees struggles on the road, but uh, yeah, it's, it's here. Yeah, it's a little different. Hey, I, I want to tell you about the uh, – I know a guy who sounds like an owl who has a tiny dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So if one of you guys would say who, I would say exactly. Who? Exactly. Who? That's all. That's all I got. That's all I got. What the fuck? What's your, yeah. da- What's your dad's name again? Sheeds? Gary. Oh, man. Do you know if you're if you're a junior, your mom has moaned your name during sex? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Take that, Carol. I'm not a junior, though. It doesn't me. matter. She still said it. <laughs> no, she didn't. No, she didn't. Oh, man. Yeah, when that, that little, your little swimmer was it? That's exactly what she's saying. The little swimmer is going in. Yeah. Uh, Why so, are you not drinking, Gary? Why am I the drunk one? Hey, what are you? I got to started drinking at two o'clock. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, man? What are you drinking? I thought this was gonna be a shit show drunk for everybody. I'm the I'm the sober one every time. The one time that I'm drunk, you motherfuckers I'm... decide, oh yeah, you want to be fucking pansies. Sorry, fuck man. you guys. No. Got to work tomorrow, man. No, I don't want to hear that shit. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Mike. What are you guys drinking? I got lager. We, were, we already went through this earlier, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we already did this. Yeah. Maybe you uh, are drunk. Oh, I got the mosaic. Now I got the all day. So when I drank a Hershey's Porter and whatever the fuck else is at the Hewnville. What'd you start? What'd you start today, Mike? I started with the Hewnville. I drank a nine percenter. There was a uh, a Cape May brewery brewing. I, I drank a ten percent, eleven percent by yards. I like all kinds of shit, man. Whatever was there. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, I just fucking. Yeah. Uh, tough, tough week, Mike. 
I won't fall off the chair. That that's Sean's job. That's my job. <laughs> uh, so if you can hear the music in the background, uh, I want to bring this up before we move on to the fills. Um, and then uh, who's who's got jukebox? You, all right, you got some time. The, uh, so during this week, uh, December eighth, actually, was the fortieth anniversary of the uh, uh, assassination of John Lennon. Crazy man, forty Jesus. years. Forty-eight 40, years. Holy 40, shit. Forty. Forty. No, thirty. Forty. Forty years. 40 years. I said, <laughs> Eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Forty. Forty years ago, Mike. Uh, yeah. God so, pretty crazy, man. Uh, uh, you know, just to think about, like, basically, like, he's he's been dead longer than he was alive at this point now. Yeah. You know, that's that's pretty nuts. And uh, but I, you know, I was thinking, like, obviously, as far as like American, like American songwriters or not American, Jesus Christ, American songwriters, rock and roll songwriters and stuff. Like, where do you rank John Lennon? Like, he's you know, think about his work with the Beatles and his solo work. He's up there, man. Um, He's definitely in the conversation. Uh, Yeah, he's... It's got to be top ten. I, I mean, I, I... I put him up, you know, top five. Easily. I mean... You put... Yeah, I mean... It depends on what... There's so many different ways you can look at this. You put somebody like Trent Reznor ahead of him. You put Tom Petty ahead of him. Paul Simon, honestly. I don't put Trent um, Reznor ahead of John Lennon. Think not like, as a, maybe not for a songwriter think about lyrically. The songs, man. The, the songs that, yeah. Dude. Composition-wise, Trent Reznor might be the best ever. That's musicianship. That's a little different. Lyrical-wise, I could see why you'd say that he's not there. Yeah, I mean, Tom Petty might be. Tom Petty, I, I... He might be the best American he, songwriter he, He's ever. the best American song. I, I would say Tom Petty's the best American songwriter, without a doubt. You, you could you could talk about Billy Joel, David say I, Paul. Paul McCartney, yeah, Paul absolutely, McCartney absolutely deserves to be there. But think about all the, the songs that, that Lennon and, and McCartney wrote together, dude. Like... Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. It's, it's absolutely insane, the amount of songs that they, that they wrote that are so still in your head whenever you hear it, like... You know, the song I just played, Imagine. It might be one of the most beautiful songs ever written, right? The guy was a humanitarian, you know, uh, you know, believed in everything. He wanted peace for the world, you know, and, and often wrote songs about it. But the, the thing, think about the, the risks they, that he took. So, you know, he was writing songs about a, 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 a schoolgirl a, a school that he, you know, a classmate, you know, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, right? Writes a song about Lucy's. That song's about a classmate. That's all it's about. It's not about LSD, but people no, had all these interpretations of what songs mm-hmm. his songs were about. That's that's what I'm saying. Like he was such a deep thinker and so uh, he was an intellect. And like so like, Tom, really like, song, Tom, like Tom Petty, like you know what he's so- singing about, right? For the most part, like you know what the story. And I'm not putting any. I'm not discrediting Tom Petty, but like you know what the song's about. You can tell like the the gist of the story. Tom Petty or uh, with with Lennon, man. Between the, the drugs and the intellect and everything else going on in his head, man, like he was a fucking genius. So yeah, I mean, um, Sean, you might disagree, but Jim Morrison, like, I Jim Mar, Jim Morrison wrote some fucking 
unbelievable songs. And he was kind of like he was this like intelligent intellectual intellectual type of dude too, man. Yeah. You, you talk about like Trent Reznor just named his best album. It was a talking head. David Byrne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can believe that. Both weirdos. Yeah. No, I'm just... David Bowie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could... I, Mick, I mean... Mick Jagger? It's so... up. Uh, yeah. Mick but then, Jagger. But then the fact that, like... Like, the Beatles were getting so much... So much bullshit towards them. Where people were, like, kind of, you know, giving them a lot of shit. So then he's like, you know what? I'm going to write a song called I'm the Wars. With lyrics that make mm. no fucking sense. And people are gonna get up, and people are gonna dissect it, and try to figure out what it's about. No one was doing shit like that back then. Like, think about the the innovation. So before Jim Morrison, the Yellow Submarine movie, all that yeah, stuff. I mean, they, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Clapton. Look, I mean, the Beatles. The Beatles gotta be the the the, the best band of all time. Third greatest band of all time. Yeah, now David Peterson I mean, said Clapton. Clapton now. Lyric? I'm not gonna put him as a songwriter. I, I mean, Clapton's a great guitar. Guitar, good, one yeah, of my favorite guitar guitarists. Wise, yeah, but I, I wouldn't put him as as far as songwriter. I don't know. I mean, he's a good songwriter. I mean, he's not top ever. He's a good like. I, I'm not gonna deny that he's he's solid, but, but he, he's just not up there with with the best. But Dave, but David, uh, guitar wise, he is. But uh, while my guitar gently weeps, but Dave. David's absolutely right, and the thing with Harrison too, like. Well, why am I? Yeah, that's George Harrison. Yeah, right. But he was another great. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, he was great too. That whole band. I mean, Ringo was probably the only one that was. Roy Roy Orbison. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we can listen to Presley. You can go Presley. So this is Christmas. You can go like yeah, all of those guys. I mean, it's. It's such a. That's what makes music great, though. Yeah, like it's such a subjective list. It's hard. To, to, to pinpoint. The country singers, I'm sure we're talking about Garth Brooks. I don't know what lyrically is, but I'm sure that there's enough. The Eagles. Yeah, I mean, Joe Walsh, Don Henley. Hank yeah. Williams. Hank Williams Jr. Like, yo, like. You can even go into rap. I'm sure that you can talk about Jay-Z, Tupac, Biggie. Like, you know, you followed out a lot more than, than we yeah, did. Yeah, like, I'm not a huge. But Ellen Nas, John. Ellen Nas, John. Nas is a fucking poet, dude. Like, if like I'm not the biggest rap fan, but I know some of it. Um, if you just take Nas at his like lyrics, that dude's a fucking poet, man. Mm. You could talk about Dylan. You could talk about Beck. You could talk about Coldplay. Beck, not Coldplay, Beck, but like Beck's another one, dude. Yeah, Good Radiohead. I, some people swear oh. by Radiohead. I mean, it. it it's a it hard one. Yeah, like it's a hard, it's so subjective too because you're not gonna put stuff that you really don't like. I just I just look at the entire catalog of what John Lennon was able to do, and and, and again, Paul's Paul McCartney's absolutely in this list. Absolutely, uh, this is one of my favorite Christmas songs. By well, the way. David said, you know, if you're really it's listening to the lyrics great, in this song, and, and he's right, the, the lyrics in this song and what it's about, and you know, peace on earth, and like the war is over, all that stuff, like it's. What did he say? Oh, hands down, Pink Floyd, and then Polsky wrote Getting Head. I don't know what that's <laughs> um, what this song's about. Uh, maybe now, maybe he's leaving the feed to go get Ted. Oh, yeah, oh have fun, Mark. Oh, yeah, Mark. Cool. Let us know how it goes, man. Oh, There's tiny tubes. 
Don't choke her. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, but I just look at her ears. She knows what she's doing. I just look at the entire catalog and the hit songs and the um, and the, and the deep songs and the songs that made people think and all that. Like, I just don't think there's any competition. Like, I, I really don't. Yeah, that, and again, that's why it's such a subjective list. Like, yeah. you put John Lennon up top. And I'm not saying I, I wouldn't. Like, I'd have to think about it, but... You know, I'm sure there's some people who won. You know what I mean? Like when he, so he quit. He quit doing um, <laughs> um, every yeah. He quit that too. Fucking Polsky. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Leave my tube alone. Um, he he quit drugs, right? And I think it wasn't heroin. What the fuck was he? Maybe it was heroin. Yeah, he was on heroin. He did coke. L, or LSD. He he was LSD. on something and he quit. And he wrote a cold turkey, and it's like all the all the bullshit he was going through, like the, the sweats and the cold sweats and the freaking out. And he went in and recorded the song. I think when he was still going through a withdrawal, like severe withdrawal. Like, who does that? You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, he was a special dude, man. He he was a, a different type, man. Yeah. I mean, they're no, they're no. Uh, what the fuck was that band name? Uh, uh, crash test dummies, you know, with you know, but you know, they competed. They competed. So let's uh, let's do jukebox. Let's do it. So we're up to nine. So if, for those who don't know, we're up to 2019. We're almost done jukebox. Next week's the last week for jukebox. Are you sure we're up to 2019? Yeah, we did 18 last week when you burned on. Can we do? Can we do 2020 next week? Yeah. Why not? We'll figure it out. Oh, All right, so um, I, I might not know any of these. Number ten, "Sucker" by the Jonas Brothers. Okay. Number nine, the now, only if reason... we brought if we brought all of our wives and girlfriends in, they'd know every one yeah. of these fucking songs. The only reason I know this dude is because they got a, he's got a sandwich at fucking McDonald's. Uh, "Sicko Mode" by Travis Scott. <laughs> that's that's what song Sean's showing songs about. That's right. Um. See you at McDonald's. Shit, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't had that sandwich yet. God damn it! I was supposed to. I could have had that today with my day off. Could have. So num- number eight. That's Monday. Number eight. Talk by Khalid. Okay. Nope. Khalid. Number seven. Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. All I know is she's seven, smoking hot. Seven Rings in my yeah. anus. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, oh my god! What the fuck is this? All the different lipstick she wears. Oh, yeah. Um, number six, num- number six, happier by Marshmallow and Bastille. I'm oh, sorry, so, Marshmallow. Some Marshmallow, like the like, like the state, the, the state like pop the Marshmallow man. No, like I told you that, that, that show in sunlight. Yeah, we went over this last week. Marshmallow is like fucking. I wasn't on the show. Super. I know that if you listen to the show when you're not on it, don't be yeah, like everyone else. Fuck, yeah, don't be like everyone else. You fuck. fuck. Yo, wait to hear what number one is. Hold on, what was the top, what was the 10th song again? Uh, Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. You're a sucker if you listen to it. <laughs> right down your throat. <laughs> um, number five, Well by Post Malone. Wow. It's, I was just going to do that. I don't know anything about this, dude. 
Owen is Wilson. Dude, I don't Whoa. know anything about. Yo, Tony. anybody? Whoa. Anybody know anything about this dude? Uh, yeah, yeah I know. He he looks like if if your kid got caught with markers, that's what Post Malone yes. looks like. He likes actually. He did a he, he did a like when the pandemic first started. He did a virtual cover of some Nirvana songs that was yeah. I heard about it. Was actually phenomenal. good. It was actually really apparently. Good. Yeah. Well, um, but he sounds like he passed out drunk and people wrote on his face and he got tattoos of it. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Uh, number four, bad guy, but Billy Ellis. Ellis. Wow. Yeah, I know that one. Eilish or Ellis or yeah, I've heard that one. That's yeah. the one. So you're a bad guy. Yeah, duh or something. Duh. Yeah, I've heard that one. Number three, Without Me by Halsey. Halsey. Yeah, that's the one that looks like Pink. Isn't that the one that sings that song, Church? I think so, yeah. No, Halsey. Take Me to Church. That's 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 Halsey. Isn't her name Halsey? Isn't it pronounced Halsey? I think so. Maybe. All right, number two, Sunflower, Post Malone, and Swally. English, motherfucker, speak it. Oh God! Yeah, you seen airplane, right? Remember when they do the fucking subtitle? Check it, bro yeah. was on. Shit! <laughs> oh, golly! Shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Number ten, number one, Old Town Road, Little Nas oh, X. Oh yeah, that's a big Billy song. Ray Cyrus. That was a big song, yeah. I don't know how to fucking. And that's the hotel room song, Hotel Loon. I've heard a song. You want to hear it? Here it goes. I don't know that fucking song. Um, dude, I, I like. I don't know if there's an honorable mention because I don't know any of them. That don't bother. Um, Gary just wants to go to bed. Well, I'm good. His um, eyes are all small. If I can't have you by Shawn Mendes, number twenty nine. Dude, fucking Post Malone's all over the place. Number thirty, goodbyes, Post Malone featuring Young Thug. Yeah, a young thug. Wow. Not an old thug. He's a I'm young thug. Old, I'm a young thug, yo. You ever see his fucking Torino commercial when he plays a Torino? He goes, wow. <laughs> That's Post Malone? Yes. Oh. That's Post Malone. Fuck, number 32, Better Now by Post Malone. Can't find Better Now. <laughs> That's number Better th- Man. Number 32, <laughs> Young Blood by Five Seconds of Summer. Young Blood. The movie was better um is that a point this pig number 37 please me by cardi b and bruno mars epic cities please me dude i'm like i I, it's a bad list i don't know any of them mark mark went to know what year this 2019 i don't like any of them i don't like any 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 of them oh and speaking of mr dave How's it it's going? It's true. It's a unicorn. Dave, uh, th- thanks to those two sound clips. Dave, salute, brother. Dave had to get uh, an operation today, uh, and we're hoping he's okay. I haven't heard from him yet, and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, same here. So I hope- talked to him, never got back. Hopefully he's not dead. Oh. I hope. Number oh, nine. Right. I'm just saying, Number- I hope he's not. The fuck. Number 99, Walk Me Home by Pink. Okay. Be home, I'll make your fingers stink. <laughs> I mean, stink. Walk me home, daddy's not there. Oh, fat bitch! You fat bitch! Gary, yeah, I can't believe it. Like, the, the night that I'm drinking, you're drinking. I had, I had four four beers, that's it, Mike. You leave Pink's house? 
You get your Poor dick lady. and your pussy all covered in shit. Uh, all right, well, that was Jukebox. We have one more week of that. It keeps me coming day and night. So let's talk some Phillies, man. We actually have some baseball talk this week, which is interesting. Um, what was that? It sounded like a crowd clapping. It sounded like a crowd clapping? Yeah. So, yeah, Phillies had an interesting week. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I guess it started out with your uh, your post about them looking to trade Wheeler, yeah, and Bryce Harper. Well, the rumor, but then Middleton coming out and like basically being like, "I'm not trading Wheeler for Babe Ruth." Yeah, so it started off with the Phillies basically crying poor. Uh, last week when we were on the air, it was the day actually while we were on the air, they uh, they fired. I think it was two weeks. That was two weeks ago. Oh, was it two weeks ago? Okay, yeah, they fired yeah. a bunch of uh, office people. <laughs> And uh, then, then, then they're crying poor, and now you're hearing Zach Wheeler's name being shopped. Uh, Buster Olney reported it. You know, Buster Olney's a credible reporter, and right. you know, and uh, so he's, he, you know, they're talking about trading Wheeler. And obviously, as you can imagine, everyone blew up because you just signed Wheeler to a deal. He was your best pitcher, and he actually year. seemed to live up to his yep. contract. He was a solid pitcher. It was great last year for him in, in a stupid, yeah. abbreviated season, and it just pissed me off because I'm like, you know what? You're not the only fucking team that lost money last year. Every team lost money because we're in a goddamn pandemic. We are in a pandemic. Everyone lost money. Like so, they're crying broken, and now now they hired Dombrowski. What does that guy do? Well, here spends the money. Spends money. Well, here's the thing, right? Here's here's what's going to happen when they allow crowds back into Citizens Bank. If you don't think that those ticket prices are going to be ten times more than they were last year, fucking Lully. They got to recover revenue. And now we're going to rip you off the fans as we trade Zach Wheeler, as we talk about considering a trade for Bryce Harper because we can't afford his contract. As we, as we don't sign JT Real Muto, we're going to we're going to charge you more money at the gate. Fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, like 700 level be 90 fucking dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, to some extent, you would think if you lower the prices and make it affordable – See, here's the thing. They can't. They got to maintain them new lights, Mike. You know what? Here's the thing with that. True. I feel it's better just to lower the ticket prices. And, you know, I'm not the economist. I'm not the one that figures it out. The more people that you get in the stands, the more money they're going to spend. Yeah. You sell $5 tickets. You sell a $5 ticket in the Three, 400 level, whatever, 300, 400 level, they're going to spend $40 on beer, food for their family, this and that. Like, anybody that walks into that stadium is not going to go in and not spend money. Like, realistically, you go to a Phillies game, you got to take, I mean, if you're going to have a couple beers, like, you got to take 100 bucks. It's easy. That's yeah. just that's just you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean that's that, and you can't even get a pretzel. We all have families. Like, bring a hard box for beer. Yeah, I mean, you guys are talking a little bit high, but a $10 ticket probably nets you 40 bucks. Dude, I mean, didn't, one person. didn't they ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon or, like, Theme Park or any of that shit? Like, you, you raise I mean, your prices inside and you lower your gate price and you bring more people in. It's like a, you know, 
It kind of makes sense. Get to the fucking hot dogs again. What, what, what the was, fuck? What was that one? What was the one team that's... Oh, Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons. Right? The Atlanta Falcons, lo- they did the opposite. Their ticket prices are the same, but they lowered all their concessions down. So it's it's the same idea. You're getting more people in because they know they don't have to spend you know $16 on a beer. They can spend 3 like a normal place. And they go and spend 3 and you're getting more. And you're generating probably... More revenue that way. Yeah, so, so the person who's only spending buying two sixteen dollar beers is now buying fourteen three dollar beers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's he sitting? <laughs> Actually, David. Yeah, got no, I mean, a it, great it's, it's point. Look, Brian, I mean, it's not the guy that's buying two sixteen dollar beers. It's the guy that's saying eight dollars. I'm not buying a beer that buys five beers and spends fifteen dollars instead of nothing. That's a fucking great point. David's That's point. a great idea. Yeah. So David says on days where the main club, where the Phillies or any any team, where any team is on the road, bring like in the Phillies case, would bring Redden or Lehigh Valley or whoever to play at the big park to make yeah, back some money. That's a that's a fantastic idea. That might be the idea of the fucking year right there. Yeah, like you can even charge everything like half of what you would for the Phillies, but like because you're it's just money that you're making that you weren't expecting. Right. You like, know what? What's that? That you could do a family night if you do that. You know what? Even even instead of that, you get five tickets for fucking five tickets, three hot dogs, and fucking five drinks for fucking hundred fifty uh, bucks. Hot dog. I got hot dog it might be too expensive to coordinate that. You know what? You know what you could do instead. You could have free admission. For the away games and put the game on the fan division and charge for the concessions. That's not a bad de- idea yeah, either. either. People way. would go uh, and it's just, it's more it's revenue. It's free admission. You like you walk in the door and just do admission. And it's just revenue that you weren't expecting. So it's going to make up. That's a, that's a good idea, dude. The only thing with that, though, like people are going to be like, why am I going to go spend money on beer at the ballpark? Can to watch I can sit at home. Because it's at the ballpark. Because People it's at the ballpark. I mean, it's free admission. You don't want to go. You don't want to go. Just sit at home and watch it. Yeah, but if you want to go in, you go in. You can high five with fans. This and that. But if I'm, yeah. go, I mean, that's just, just this is just me. If I'm going to the ballpark, I, I want to see live action on the field. So I, I want to. I would like to see a minor league team. But it's free. But you're not paying. You're not paying thirty dollars to get in. And you, you, you're <laughs> not going to drive forty five minutes to go down. But the people that live five minutes, ten minutes away. That got to pay $10 for parking to get in for free. Why not? Polsky said, fuck it. Add a free vaccine shot, too. Blowjobs for dads. Blowjobs. <laughs> blow Wait, we're getting free vaccines? And blow- wow, this is getting – this escalated quickly. <laughs> can you imagine, can you imagine Harry Cowles back in the day? Come on down to the ballpark on April 20th as we have blowjobs for dads. You, got it. dads you killed the guy with a trident. I just got my COVID-19 vaccine. I'm feeling pretty good, man. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good, man. You know, my, good. Arm's fall, my arm's falling off. I can't see. But, you I know, the, the best part, like, I ain't got COVID. The best part is, like, you know, the bro- you know, in the broadcast when they, like, oh, check it out. Here's what you can get. You know, here's the bobblehead. There's Harry and Whitey fucking, oh. Here's what you can get on April 20th. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you always heard this in the booth. Come on, come on down to April 20th. It's blowjobs for dad's night here at the ball. Oh, I'm coming. Okay. Oh, it's out of here. That's a good name for a band, Vaccines and Blowjobs. 
vaccines and blowjobs. <laughs> Philadelphia, we are. Of our show? Vaccines and blowjobs. Are we, are we allowed to do vaccines and blowjobs as our name? Yeah, that's the name Probably. of the show right there, Mike. Uh, Sean, oh, vaccines and blowjobs. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many. I wonder how many clicks our last show got. What the hell do you call it? Uh, a COVID, uh, little dicky COVID stain. Yeah, little dicky COVID stain. <laughs> Which, as Gary's daughter's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, she lives with Gary. She's heard it all before. <laughs> um, what did Dave say? If you bring in a double A or triple A, charge AA or double A. Yeah, charge the prices you would charge for those games. Put tickets in the hot dogs. Again, have a local band play after the game. Lots of ways to make money. Absolutely. There's tons of ways to make money. Absolutely. Yeah, but you know what? It might cost a lot of money to transport the teams down there. Just a bus no, ride. No, all the minor, all the minor league teams are, are local. Like your local minor league teams aren't playing. You're not playing a team from California. I, I guess mean. if they can logistically logistically pull it, pull it off, I mean, go what, for what it. What was that word again? Mark? <laughs> we'll get Mark to drive the bus by can heat. Go to the country, go to get away. If they can what? Figure it out, Mike. Logistically. There you go. Motherfucker. <laughs> David said female football player cup smell. Perfect. 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 Smells like vaccines of blowjobs. So so they uh so that so it leads to the end of the week here where we got somewhat good news and they hired Dave Dombros- Dombrowski. And uh Gotta love the hire. I would like to hear your guys' thoughts on the hire. Um, where where was he before here? The Red Sox. Red Sox. Yeah. Um, and the Red Sox farm system is – and uh, the team before that, it was um, – White Sox, I think? Or the yeah. Tigers? I don't the know. Tigers. Tigers. Who's the Tigers. Tigers. Like, the, the dude – like, I kind of don't understand the hire. Like, you're bitching about you don't have money. Like, he doesn't build farm systems. He just fucking spends he, money. He deteriorates. So you want to bring back Ed Wade? He deteriorates him. <laughs> I mean, Ed, well, apparently he was down in fucking Nashville, Tennessee, and he was trying to get a, a franchise – a baseball franchise down there. Mm-hmm. He must have realized this sucks down here. Mm-hmm. I'm going back up north because earlier – the Phillies tried to talk to him. He said, "No, nah, I'm going to try to make this work," and apparently it didn't work. Yeah, and Jay- he called, Jay- back up. Jason said it doesn't fit. Uh, that's what she said. No, he, he, the hire doesn't fit. And it here's the thing: the, the Phillies are the Phillies that far? Are they that far away? Just just a quick question: Are they that far away from contending? Well, I mean, because your answer, Dombrowski's a guy he builds for now, not for the future. Mm-hmm. Like he th- I, he builds to do it now. So, Sean, to answer your question, yes. They're yeah, that far away. I believe so, too. When, when, when you're talking to Nationals, when you're talking to Braves, I know the Nationals had a bad year. When you're talking to the Phillies bullpen, when you're talking to the fact that they're not going to re-sign Rio Alto, yeah, they're that they, far they, away. They, they, they're, they're, they're on the downward trend, and but we got I don't see a way up. We, we got Velasquez and Hector Naris coming back, so, mm-hmm. you know. And Eflin. They brought Eflin yeah. back, too. you know. Yeah, you, you, your your top three pitchers are okay with, I guess, Nola, Wheeler, and Eflin. I guess Eflin is your third pitcher. Your bullpen's a disaster. Mm-hmm. Positionally, you're okay. I mean, you, you did you did okay offensively, but 
No, I mean, I, I don't see this team being very good. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. They're in trouble. You, you don't know if Segura want, comes back and plays third. You don't have a shortstop right now. You don't have a catcher right now. Um, and your farm system is shit. And you have no pitching. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So as, as we discussed, and and um, David was just hitting on the Nashville thing because of COVID in Nashville. Oh, either way, Nashville's a shithole. They're looking at five or six years before a team gets down there, so that's probably why he right took the phone call. And he's the also like, you know, he'll he'll die before then. So <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So as we were saying, like he he's a guy who goes for it all, right? He's aggressive. Uh, right. there, so there's one good thing about that. Um, and Polsky just said shit farm, and I was just about to allude to it. The Phillies have a shit farm. They they don't have any farm system whatsoever, so you can't deplete the farm system any worse than it already is. You might have you have uh, like two or three guys down there that are c- coveted, right? Who mm-hmm. you don't even know about. Like the one, the one, the oh, fuck, what's his name? The hitter. They got a left-handed pitcher that throws 100 miles per hour. They they got. Yeah, they got like, some shortstop or something that's apparently they have an, outf- an outfielder who they drafted him at 16 years old. I think he's about 20 now, so he's getting close. Um, he was highly coveted when they drafted him too. Fuck, not Ruiz. What the fuck is his? Well, name? you got Ortiz, the you Ortiz, got the number one Ortiz, Ortiz. draft pick. I mean, I'm interested. You got the number one draft pick. I'm interested to see the way this turns. Well, here's the thing, like, so. Being aggressive, like we just said, they're not going to sign JT Romoto. This guy spends money. D- did you know, by the way, this is the first time the Phillies have ever had a director of baseball operations in their franchise history. They've never had a direct, not with that title. Never had a, never had anybody with that title before. So wow. he's, ba- he's basically taking the GM role. He has overall say on the roster. I mean, he's got a lot of Yeah, but I mean, he's basically, yeah, but you know what? He's, he's basically replacing Fentac. Mm-hmm. So I mean, does it matter if it's a GM or the director? Well, it doesn't Mitch, really matter. Yeah, if it's a GM, it doesn't really matter what the title uh, is. David's uh, point, David's point here with what he's just said about the Nashville thing, but he signed a four-year deal with the Phillies. So by the time he's done, yeah. maybe Nashville's ready. Well, Mike said he'll be dead. He yeah, he'll be, be dead by then. Oh, <laughs> uh, this this franchise might end up killing him. No, see, they but the, and that's what scares me. What Jason May says, like if you have no chips, the Phillies do have a chip. They do. Yes, they do. Alec Baum. Yeah. And you don't trade him. I don't want to trade him. When's the last time you I'm, had a corner, a corner infielder who can hit for average and power? I mean, look, we thought Reese Hoskins. I'm not giving up on Hoskins yet. This is Hoskins' last shot, right? Um, it doesn't. It doesn't look promising with no, Hoskins. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, he. Yeah, I mean, I, I. Brian, to your point. Yeah, you know what? Because the last couple guys haven't panned out, but at the same time, trading bomb for prospects. How's that going to pan out? Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't trade help. Trading bomb for bullpen help. Like the, the and a starting pitcher, like like I, Mike. I'm not saying I. Like, it, it's just that's what this dude does. Yeah, he's right. he, he gave he gave out like, some bad uh, contracts too in his tenure. Like he's given up. Right. You know, Chris Sale, that Chris Sale contract killed the Red Sox. Yep. Right, and because you're paying a lot of money to a guy like Sale, who, who 
unfortunately got hurt. I mean, Chris Sale was a great pitcher before he got there, gets hurt. Right. You know, he depleted Detroit, where Detroit made this World Series loss and then has completely fallen off the mat. The Red Sox, yep. same thing, has fallen off the mat. He's also won two World Series. Um, so, man, it's – Yeah, but, I mean, you can't – This is a big risk. You can't deplete a team that's already depleted. Right. So, I mean, it, there's only one way to go. So, so how does he do it? What does he do here? I don't know. Well, clearly none of us figured it out because we all think the Phillies suck right now. Right. So, I mean, what do you do? And and there's no – like all of us us are sitting here saying the Phillies and the Eagles are atrocious, a train wreck, and like we have nowhere to go. Like you got to hope that this guy can figure it out because he's got – Why is Middleton not looking for a guy that can rebuild his farm system? Like because that's going to take years. They had – He is. This, This is the guy. No, he's, he's not. Hope. They he's had, not they had guys. They had well, guys. Well, clearly he thinks it is. They had guys who they thought could, uh, and, you know, they interviewed several guys. They were turned down by a few. There was, I know there was one guy in particular they really wanted. He turned them down and said, no, I don't want that job. That's Steve. Yep. Um, so now here you are. You're, you're with a guy who's about as aggressive as you can get. And I I just don't know if that this team to me isn't I don't know man I I just don't think like like we we just said I don't think they had the chips to to make this work the way he wants it to make it work maybe we're all gonna be surprised dude what if they what if they trade Harper you know what if they do trade Harper because they look at the contract and they get a bunch of someone just said Moneyball uh, David Peterson said Moneyball. What if they play that they, money ball role? They get a slew of prospects. And they get a back. bunch of prospects back. Yeah, and but build you know what? Who's, get that who's, money off the books. Who's going to take that contract? Who's going to, like, and he's got to accept the non trade? Like, look, I mean, if. Could you imagine they traded him back to Washington? Look, Could you imagine? I mean. If you get a boatload of prospects back and get the money back from the contract, fine. Like, the, the dude's making a boatload of money. If it works out. Go for it. Mm-hmm. If this re, you know, recycles and replenishes, and like you get a shit ton back, fine. So, so David uh, Peterson just said, "Do '93's redo and slowly rebuild the, the team, mm-hmm. and then bang another great run." Here's the problem with that, David. It's already been ten years. It since took seven. Right. It, it took how, it took seventeen years for them to get right there. to get to, right. to get to this point. For, we've got like nowhere. twenty-five years. Yeah, we've gotten nowhere. We had five years. We've had in the past in the past thirty. Right, that's it. Since the late seventies, early eighties, that's it. Um, and so the rebuild thing. We've been rebuilding for seven years already. I, I just don't. I, I, I was. I love my Phillies. I. I hope this works. I just have a bad. It's something. Yeah, like I don't. I, I don't see this. it. Like I. I don't. You can't. You can't hire a GM to fix. This disaster. Right. There isn't anybody that's going to be able to fix this disaster. It's going to take years. Right. Like, the only way to fix it is to build your farm system and not fucking trade them. Now, if you think about the 93 Phillies, though, um, where they're – even the 93 – that 93 team itself I, – I understand what David's saying. I'm, I'm kind of going off on another road here. If you look at the 93, 93 Phillies team itself, they didn't have many – um, prospects on that team either because 
look at the years after, right? No one, no one really. Right. Came in. What they did was they went out and got some. They traded some pieces for Asian veterans like David West, and uh, you know Larry Anderson, and, and guys like that. Yeah. And, and, the only real homegrown talent on that team was Kevin Stocker. Um. Right. So and Dalton. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell Darren you Dalton. what, though. I mean, and Dalton, Darren Dalton. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know they finished twenty and thirty-two in a shit season. But how many of those games were lost by the bullpen? So, so thirty-two well, losses. I'm going to say easily ten of them. Easily ten, ten at least. Easily. Okay. So, if you figure out a way to replenish the bullpen, and or the guys that you replenish it with turn out to do well, now you're losing Ria Malto. You're losing Gregorius. Maybe you bring back one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe you bring back somebody like. Is it possible with a good GM that evaluates talent and gets a little bit lucky? Is it possible that this team turns it around? Are they that far off? Not, I don't know, man. Like the money, like the only way to replenish it right now, like fix it, is to spend more money. And you don't win in baseball like that. Right. The prospects are terrible. Right. Unless you're the Dodgers last year. Finally, after the first right. time after six years, right? Yeah, but they, right. they, it wasn't six years, dude. The Dodgers have spent money since the Phillies, right? That, 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 were in the World Series, we, they, right? We they, played them in years and years and years. We played them, I think, in 08 and 09. Yeah, they weren't, yeah, they, the they weren't the big spenders they were back then as they are now. They had a lot of young were talent, they? no, they weren't. They had a lot of young talent on those teams that, that. Worked out for. Manny. Yeah. Okay. So Broxton Manny. Broxton wasn't Ramirez. Wasn't Hanley Ramirez on that team? Hanley Ramirez. I don't know. Hanley Ramirez was. was. No, Manny Ramirez was. Broxton was. Broxton they got lucky with. Broxton wasn't this big time. Um, Yeah, they they didn't spend a lot of money on him until fucking uh, Shane Shane Arena ripped his anus off. You know, yeah, he was one of the ones he, that was supposed to be this phenom pitcher, pitcher and Sheen. we did Sabathia. I don't know what uh, ripping his hands off means, by the way. And then David Price. I have no idea what what I said meant. Rip his anus off. <laughs> Who the fuck says that? I don't fucking know. I'm just gonna drink another beer. Uh, if you don't spend, you lose. But ask the Tampa Bay Rays about that because they've made the World Series twice. Wait a minute. In the last ten yeah. years, and and yeah, you re- like it's not the, the 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 path that usually works in baseball, like spending money and on free agents and all. You gotta have homegrown talent, especially especially with your pitching. Look at the 08 Phillies. It's gotta be a combination of both, or if you're Tampa Bay, you don't need to spend money, and you, yeah, it's it's basically honestly, uh-huh. it's it's have a little bit of talent and stay healthy. I mean, really, yeah. I think about it. like if you're pitching. Can stay above water if you're pitching as a staff can stay in the three fifty four you know four ERA range. You have a legitimate shot to be a contender. And if you're hitting, if you can score four or five runs a game, you have a chance to be a contender. Baseball is a simple game; it's just hard to pull off, right? So, yeah, I man, I don't know. Like you and honestly, like like where they're at right now, like you don't you don't even know if Noel is a consistent good pitcher. You know what I mean? Like you still don't know. 
I think Nolan <laughs> is Nolan ace in this league. I don't think. I he, thought he was, but I, 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 you don't know. Jason said you can buy that staff. He, yeah, you can buy the staff. And you could buy the bullpen too. Absolutely. I mean, because look, there's not that many things you have to fix. On that. Really, if you look at this team as a whole, find a fucking catcher because I don't want Andrew Knapp as my catcher. The infield's pretty good if you don't move Segura. If things are the way they are, if you resign Gregorius, right? Well, yeah, true. So. That's probably why JT's gone. Unless they trade Segura. And if they do trade Wheeler, you're going to be able to sign Gregorius and Rumoto back, I think. I but think then where does that leave you with the pitching? Maybe trading Segura can get you some relief pitchers back. But if you, trade, you know what they they trade traded Wheeler. for relief pitchers and they traded for good relief pitchers and they didn't work out. Like relief pitchers are are so like they're the biggest crapshoot in baseball. Yeah, I mean we've seen that here. They go out and spend a ton of money. See, that's the one thing people gave shit. They gave Clintac a bunch of shit. I'm starting to feel it, Mike, a little bit. Just so you know, um, people started giving Clintac <laughs> shit. He he did try to address the bullpen. And I hate giving fucking Clintag any credit. I, I I hear you, Sean. He went I out and signed you. David Robertson. He he ends up blowing his arm out and probably will never. He might not ever pitch again. They went out and made maybe it was too late, but he went out and made trades last year for these guys, from the Yank with the Yankees. Yeah, you know what? It wasn't too. It wasn't too late because they 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 all of a sudden went on a run, and then the guy shit the bed. Every one of the guys yeah. they traded for shit the bed. So and that's it wasn't not too Klintag's late. It was just fault. the guys. It was bad luck. Right. The guys from the Red Sox, the Yankees, yeah, yeah, like that, that was it was two decent pitchers, that like two pitchers who were, you know, they performed, and then they came here and they were shit. They shit the bed. They shit. They shit. They left the big fucking bacon chip on the fucking comforter. <laughs> you look like you have to take a tinkle. Go ahead. Take a couple trips. Fucking Mike, Jesus. Man, what the fuck? Meet your fucking mic, motherfucker. Cold out a little. Um. All right. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, we we have a, a an interesting off season ahead of us because baseball in general is. Uh... <laughs> Hold on, did you see Mark's fucking thing here? Oh, Mark's. The... Gary's a throwback. He still smokes in his house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. It's true. He's right. He's right about that. Fucking, you got panel and walls. You still got the wood panel walls down there? Yeah. Oh, man, it's sheetrock. Uh, sheetrock, all right. It's panel walls, the fucking curtains that are, like, made of fucking wool. <laughs> no. Fucking Yo, when we, twine, when we, twine curtains. When my parents moved to this house, dude, fucking when we moved from the old house, they pulled pictures off the wall. And there was a square Ugh. behind the fucking picture that was didn't have a nicotine stain on it. It was the walls were yellow, dude. Oh, it was fucking man. nuts. That's horrible. That shows you what that that shit's going in your fucking lungs. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, as you light up both of you. Um. So a uh, a a light. Oh, we're gonna move on. A uh, legend. I love to smoke. I love to smoke. I love to smoke. <laughs> She'll put a big cross 
Yeah, what do you say? Uh, big skull and crossbirds on the cover, uh, bones on the cover, and motherfuckers still be lying around the corner smoking. <laughs> you can put cancer right on the fucking pack. I can't wait to get my hands on these fucking things. Fucking <laughs> eleven dollars a pack too. Yeah. On a cigarette, trying to quit myself. On <laughs> a cigarette, <laughs> trying to come back myself. Dick Allen. Dick Allen, Richie Allen passed away this week. Uh, Phillies Hall of Famer just inducted last year, which is crazy to me. He's the only <laughs> Phillies player not in the Hall of Fame to have his number retired by the team. And uh, I I don't know if you guys caught what was going on in the uh, Corner Pub Facebook page this week, but, yeah, there was a debate going on. And um, basically, you know, when he passed, I you know put up there, you know, rest in peace and uh, – Died at, you know, 78 years old and, you know, gave us, you know, some of his stats. He was MVP, batting champion, um, and it's a shame that he won't see the Hall of Fame uh, while he's alive. And uh, people were basically, uh, well, there's one guy, one guy who basically said, you're, you're basically that I was insane that I thought he was a Hall of Famer, that he should be a Hall of Famer. So he was the best hitter in baseball for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I, how is that not a Hall of Famer? So, 60s, 70s, um, he averaged during a 10-year span. And, and I'm going I'm to give him, like, look, he, he had some valid points. I'm not going to shit on his points. Um, he, he did have some valid points. And, obviously, we, we got SSCS come up in a little bit <laughs> early in the week. I was like, this motherfucker's SSCS. I'm like, you know what? No. I'll, I'll let him, you know, let him make his points or whatever. You know, basically, he, he brought up character, right? And I'll just bring this up real quick. He brought up character. He brought up the fact that he played against some of the greatest of all time. During Ty Cobb killed the guy. But anyway. Ty Cobb killed a guy. Rogers Hornsby was a KKK clan member. So, you know, there's that. That's okay, though. Uh, I started aiming some players that were comparable to the numbers of Dick Allen, Jim Rice. Dick Allen's numbers, if you look at as a whole, Dick Allen's numbers are better. Uh, Harold Baines, Dick Allen's numbers are better. There's there's quite a few players recently that have gotten inducted too that I, I don't look know. What Dave just, look what Dave just said. Billy DeMars passed yesterday. He was the oldest Philly. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I didn't know Billy. No, DeMars me died. neither. I didn't know Billy DeMars lied. Damn. Me neither. Wow. <laughs> Mark Mark said, "What's cooler than blowing smoke out of your mouth? Nothing." <laughs> 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 and Polsky said, "Wood panel is the shit." Uh, but anyway, so but my my point, you know, he's like Bobby Bonds, and he had a you know Bobby Bonds should be in, you know Bobby Bonds has a gripe and and he had better num you know he had better numbers than Dick Allen. Okay, how's Bobby Bonds not in? But then he started mentioning McCovney, right? Well, the funny thing is, McCovney said that Dick Allen was the greatest player he ever saw in his lifetime. You know, you had a lot right. of former players who came out and said it's a travesty that this guy's not a Hall of Famer. Now, if you look at the numbers as a career, he didn't have a long career. He just he, – he, either he wasn't healthy, he didn't play enough. But he played during the dead ball era, the second dead mm-hmm. ball era in baseball history. And he averaged 33 home runs, 109 RBIs, and 299 hitting during the 10-year span. He was considered the best hitter in baseball for those 10 years. How is that like? If that's not Hall of Fame numbers, like I don't know what is. Like, it, I, I mean, he led the league in batting average, OPS, which they didn't calculate. But now, if you look at it, um, RBIs, 
like he was the I mean, he was the quint- quintessential power hitter in the middle of a lineup for 10 years. Hank Aaron like is Cal- the, Yeah, Hank Aaron, I think during that era, is the only one who had a better OPS than Dick Allen. In that, yeah, know, like, how is that not Hall of Fame numbers? Like, okay, he was a fucking dickhead. He was a jerk-off. He wasn't a good guy. But I, I'm on record, like, you have heard me say this. I don't care. I don't care what kind of person you are. It's about what you do on the field. Like, it's not. It's not a popularity contest. Right. 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 But it's not the person Hall of Fame. It's the player. It's what you accomplished on, like, in your given sport. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, and we had this conversation, does Kurt Schillen, does Kurt Schillen deserve to be a Hall of Famer? I believe he does. 300 yeah, strikeouts a couple times, right? A couple, two World Series. I mean, what the, 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 his playoff performances in his career, like? Yeah, I can't, I can't speak to Dick Allen because I haven't really, I haven't looked up the stats to, just argue yay or nay. So I'll let you guys talk about that. But I don't know from personal opinion, or maybe it's just me being a fan, you know, of him from a baseball standpoint, not mm-hmm. from a personal standpoint, Kurt Schilling should be a Hall of Famer. And I'll, and I'll give... The bloody sock game. Right. The, 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 the run that he had with him and Randy Johnson to beat the, the hated Yankees right. in the World Series. The, the, the 2-0 shutout with the Phillies in the World Series, even though they didn't win the series. He's a Hall of Famer. The guy was a gamer. Yeah, again, like his playoff performances in his career, like, like, uh, I mean, you're you're gonna go through the list here, but like, uh, if I got a game in the playoffs, I have to win. I'll take Kurt Schilling any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he he wouldn't be my first choice, right? Like top five, right? Like, like I might I, take Randy Johnson, I might right? take Pedro, but there, there's a lot of guys that I would take Kurt Schilling over, right? I take him over Kurt or Clayton Kershaw. Definitely. Oh yeah. Definitely. I mean, Justin Verlander. I mean, you know, no. maybe. I mean, the the dude's been great, but in the playoffs, I don't know. I, I think I'll take Kurt. Mm-hmm. So, so Jeff Green, if you tune in, I don't think he does. I, if he does, great. I, I I honestly never saw his name pop up ever before this debate. But if he watches the show or, or he listens to the show, Jeff Green, it was a good debate. You had some valid points. I wasn't. I didn't mean to come off like a complete dick. Um, I, I just, I just, I just feel that he deserves to be in. If you look at what his career, and if you listen, look, look, uh, Jeff is. He looks a little, maybe around my age. I don't know. I didn't see Dick Allen play. I'm just going off of what I see and what I hear and read. And every one of those three, three, those three things, everything I I see is like, yeah, it's a travesty that he's not in. So I got to go by that, you know. I, if there's any old heads out there uh, right now, I don't. I don't know how some how old some of these um, people chiming in are. Um, you know, obviously Dick Allen played at Connie Mack Stadium, so you know you're going back to the '60s or early '70s before the vet opened. I, you know, I don't know, but yeah, know, I what mean, do you, you guys think? I, I, I asked. I asked my my, my uh, stepfather-in-law. I asked him, and he said, "Absolutely." He didn't even hesitate. He said, "Absolutely, Hall of Famer." He said he he was the be- one of the best players he ever saw. You know, 
Again, no. it's probably hard to find a guy who had literally seen him play that would say otherwise. Right. Yeah, so there was there was that. Um I before we move on from baseball, I had one uh story I want to bring up about an umpire. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Uh, if you saw his picture, I, I, you'd know who he is. You might not know him by name, but if you knew who he is, you'd be like, oh, shit, I, I, I know that guy. Um, but an, a major league umpire was, was arrested this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. You heard about this? Yeah. Why can't I find the fucking goddamn thing now? Uh, of course, I can't find the fucking picture. Son of bitch. Oh, here we go. All right. Uh, Brian Onora was uh, one of 14 people that were arrested by a human trafficking task force in Ohio. <laughs> He's been an umpire for 20 years, 21 years. He was arrested, He's trafficking hookers. He was he was arrested last weekend of his part of a sex string sexting operation. Um, basically, uh, that he was solicited soliciting uh, prostitution online. Um. He it was his understanding that the uh, that the umpire was arrested and was part of who was you know, the, the umpire was also part of three All Star games and the 2012 World, World Series. Let me let me bring up this picture. Once I show you, there, this there's that patch of hair again. Like there's the guy. You know who he is. Like if you've seen him, you know who he is. Oh yeah, come on, you've, come on, baby. You've seen. I'll him. strike. I'll strike you out. So he. So <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> in it. You fat bitch! He he came out and and said that uh you know he's not guilty and all this shit but yeah so I so being horny so whenever you hear something about an umpire that did something wrong what do you do you reach out to Lenny Dykstra so I did so what he said I said where was this fucking guy when you were playing. And he goes, dude, I, I'd be leaving. The, I, I would lead the league in walks for like seven years straight if I if I had this, this, fucking, this guy was fucking in the league. He would blackmail him. <laughs> He'd be like, dude, that was clean. That dude was clean as a whistle when I was playing. I couldn't find shit on him. Yeah, he wrote something else. I, I'll read it to you in a second. I responded to him, but um, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty funny. I keep. Uh, I, I fucking so what do you think when you find out a, an umpire is a sex trafficker? You yeah. reach out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what did your private investigator say about this dude? Oh. That's great. Yeah, uh, here. What he needs, to, what Lenny needs to do is fucking sue the private investigator that followed up on this dude. Yeah. How did not find no, this shit out? Give me anything on like, this I paid point. you money. Like, how did you not find this? Like, what are you doing? He said I would have had the most walks in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find yeah, but it. What am I paying you for? How did you not find this shit out? Yo, Lenny Dice has got to be from the hood. Like, that's a Kensington statement. <laughs> I don't love the league of walks. <laughs> well, we knew that about Lenny. Lenny's like, yeah, if I could find an edge. I'm still trying to find it here. Oh, here we go. I got it. All right. So here's what I said. I said, Lenny, yo, now, Shane, this dude wasn't up when you were playing. I think he could have sniffed him out years ago. And he wrote, and he wrote back, no, no doubt I would have had a lot of walks with him behind the plate. And I wrote, 
Hey, because his name is Brian. Hey, Brian, how was that slot last night? Cost you a pretty penny, eh? Just take your fucking base, Lenny. <laughs> 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 and he's retweeting. And dude, a bunch of people were like, this is fucking great. I can't wait to get Lenny Dykstra back on back on our show again. Yeah. He's, he's a trip. An absolute trip, so. Hey, I, we haven't reached out to guests um, a lot lately, just for the viewers and listeners, um, just because you know we're near the holiday season, it's COVID, all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't want to re- you know bother people and all that. So, but yeah, next, well, next after, year, after after the holiday season, we'll we'll start to start. Despite out, yeah, despite obviously the, right now, yeah, despite the fact that we were down down for two or three months this year, we still had a pretty decent amount of awesome guests this this year and. Uh, so in two weeks, or I'm sorry, it'll be I guess the first, right? Uh, yeah. No, it'll be the yeah, 25th. Jan- January first. January first. Yeah, we're not doing it on the 25th. Yeah, not on Christmas. January first will be the uh, best of show, uh, 2020, and you'll be able to hear some of the interviews we did. So that it's a fan, it's fantastic every year. We just it's gonna be weird this year though because we have cameras on and we're gonna just gonna be sitting back listening to it, but. Whatever it should be, yeah, should be for fun. the most part, yeah. yeah. So you next got... week's our Christmas show, then. What's that? Sure. Next week is our Christmas yeah, show. Yeah, and Sixers preview. And uh, the NBA preview, yeah. 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 SSCS guys. Right. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. All right. Seeming swallowing cocksucker all the week, and this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth. Who wants to go first? I'll go. How about it, brother? Mine's the NFL. Des Bryant comes out an hour before the game on Tuesday with the Ravens and the Cowboys. Tests positive. And they're like, fuck it, we're playing this game. Mm-hmm. So, Money on the you line. Know, oh, Two weeks or a week and a half before that, the game between the Ravens and who they playing? I don't know. Whoever it was. Whoever the fuck. Oh, it was Pittsburgh. No, Pittsburgh gets postponed to Sunday. Then it gets postponed to Monday and then Wednesday or whatever. It gets played on Wednesday. So that's, you know, we're going to push back that game. And in Denver – can't even start a quarterback because they have a, um, you know, because of the rules and the masks and this and that. And, you know, so I'm like, so before Des Bryant has positive, the NFL is like, all right, well, we, we had to push back the game. They, they need to be quarantined. We had to get it under control. You know, it, it was, it was a situation. I'm like, all right, I get it. Denver, it was it was an isolated incident. It was only the quarterbacks. It was only in their room, you know, only in their their situation. We were able to isolate that. I'm like, all right, I can understand where you're coming from. You didn't think that there was any any risk going on, mm-hmm. but the fucking Des Bryant testing positive for COVID an hour before the game and being out on the field and hugging players and doing this and that. And then them to kind of come across and say, like, oh, no, it's okay. You know, it was outdoors, or it was this and that, or he might have been wearing a mask, or this. No. The team left. 
that's a fucking money grab. That is a putting all the players at risk. That is putting the next couple weeks for the Cowboys, which I know I hate, but whatever. The Cowboys, the Ravens, and everybody else at risk to make money an hour before a game when they had nothing, they, they had no recourse for anything but pushing the week back or canceling the game. This is a total money grab. It was a situation and a circumstance. Money was more important than human safety, than player safety, than the rest of the weeks. It's a disgrace, and the NFL should be ashamed of themselves, and fuck the NFL from doing that. Like, I, I can't say enough about, like, how, how sick I am for them doing something like that, given the circumstances. Agreed, man. And the NFL is not going to cancel any games. They're not. None of them. Right, but you know what? You can push back games, you know, till Tuesday, Wednesday, this and that. All of a sudden, you know, it, it's okay. It's okay as long as you can fit it in. Mm-hmm. As long as you can fit it in, the show must go on. You know, somebody fucking dies. It doesn't matter. We'll find a way to get because it's a billion dollar industry. Yep. Money yep. rules and but look, he's got a whole. But don't don't be don't be fucking his, don't be hypocritical about it. Don't be talking about the fucking keep my you know, name, how, keep how much my, you keep my name out your mouth. Give a shit about safety. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm just I I am just irate about the hypocrisy of it. Mm-hmm. Money talks. Hey. Money talks. Yeah, I mean. Can't argue with you, Mike. Ryan? Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! Mine is Kyrie Irving. Oh, you fuck. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Try to figure something out quick. That's all right. I have already hired it in. I already have a backup, so, yeah. All right, so mine's Kyrie Dude, that's Irving. that's awesome. So, well... <laughs> Um, well he cut the, the first things, um, the LeBron thing, like he had stated a few months back that he's, um, he, how great he feels that he's able to play with a player now that he can trust to take the last shot of the game. You, you played with arguably the greatest player ever for five years, four years, whatever it is. Um, so then he goes on, and now he's doing a media blackout. He he's not going to talk to the media for for this and that because he doesn't like any of them or whatever. He calls he calls them uh, pawns. Yeah, he called them all pawns today. Yeah, yeah, uh, but he also called some of his teammates when he was in Cleveland pawns. Number one, Kevin Love. So Kevin Love comes out and and after he says that and says, you know, to use that statement, I don't know where he's coming from. Um, it's a team game. It's not just about one or two guys. So to call us pawns, that's really disrespectful. Um, and honestly, they don't win that title that year without Kevin Love. No. So, um, and he, he's at the, he believes the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. So um, this dude, this dude's a weird dude, man. And I'm, honestly, I'm just tired of Kyrie Irving. Like I'm tired of every other day, like seeing some. Well, he says this, he says that, he says this, he's a. You're an overrated. You know you're an overrated injury-prone point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? It was funny because 
I was just going to say, you, you talked about Paul George being overrated. I think Kyrie Irving's more overrated than Paul George. He he, he might, rode the coattails of LeBron. He, he had a phenomenal year, championship year, called lightning in the bottle, but still was the second best player on that team. He wasn't that good. Kemba Walker, who is, is a decent player. But they look better with Kemba Walker than they did. They look better with Kemba Walker. He didn't look great with the Nets, injury prone or not. He didn't look great with the. I don't think he's that good. Yeah. There's a lot of players I would take over Kyrie. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, I I, I was going to bring up the media blackout. Like, who? No one gives a fuck. No one wants to hear from your stupid ass anyway because you think the earth is flat. Why do I want to believe anything else you say? So, mm-hmm. Gary, you got one? You go ahead. Seeming swallowing cocksucker all the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! So there's been a development in what I was talking about with you guys before the show. So, 97.5, the Fanatic, is a local radio station here in Philly. And Mike Missanelli has been a um, longtime sports talk radio host in this town for a long time i i do respect him i enjoyed his show um i don't really respect him but okay i wait mind it so started so um he and and like even when his career changed and he went to rock radio like i listened to him on the other station down the dial a little bit he was there for two years or three years or whatever it was i actually talked to him on the air one time anyway that's besides the point like mr smelly (laughs) So 97.5 puts out a post and says, Mike Missinelli shows soliciting for followers. Please hit up the following handles, right? Which, first of all, I think that's pretty pathetic for them to do that. Yep. Second of all, all I wrote was, just just know that they're going to block you for no reason. And the reason why I wrote that is because his co-host on his show, and I'm not going to mention their names because they don't fucking deserve it, but they both blocked our page Legitimately, for no reason at all. Like I, I don't look. I'm not losing any fucking sleep over it. I don't care. I think the, although Ty Johnson, I do like him a lot. I just mentioned his name, but I, I like his opinions. I, I think he's a thoughtful person. I, I do like, you know, the way he, he, he um, projects himself, and I like his, his opinions on sports, especially when it comes to the Sixers. He does know his Sixers. Yes, he does. But they blot us. Him and his co-host blocked us for no. Fu- I've never said anything bad. I've never said a word bad about them on our corner pub page on Twitter, and we got blocked. So I yeah. wrote what I wrote. Mike Missinelli, the host of the show, writes him back. <laughs> uh, there, oh, there's always a reason in capital letters. I trust my idiot meter. And I said, look, you haven't blocked us, but your co-hosts have. We have friends at the station. We can promise you that we've never said anything that will lead, that have led to that. Uh, did I say anything false there? No. We we have people that work at that station or worked at that station who've been on our show, who I'm in constant contact nice. with, who I've developed a relationship. Actually, to be fair, one of the people that works at your fucking station, I actually knew before he worked at your station, and we've had him on our show for six years. Okay. So before he even mm-hmm. was a part of your fucking station, we've been friends with this guy. Um, and he writes back, grow up, Holmes. You have friends at my station, please. And I said, Mike, that wasn't a threat. 
it was stating a fact. I wasn't trying to say that we have no, I was trying to say we have no beef with anyone there at your station, so it was a little confusing as to why we've been blocked by them. No sleep loss, though, I can promise you that. Not everybody who interacts with you on Twitter is coming at you with a pitchfork, just as an FYI. I actually respect you for what you've done with sports talk in this town. Latest development, 97.5 has deleted the fucking tweet. They took... <laughs> so, the ir- irony of the okay. whole fucking thing. Basically, what I was saying is that they're soft as baby shit. They can't take criticism, so they block you. There's criticism all over that, because there was a bunch of people saying I don't even know if there was criticism on that. There was criticism what was, what against, you... against the same thing, like, you're going to be blocked for no reason. There was other people saying the same shit. All right. Not my, not my, not my post. The original post has now been deleted. Ninety-seven-five right. took the original post down. Basically, like, why do we put up that? Why do we put that up there? There's people saying discouraging things about our station now, because people are like, "You guys are soft as baby okay. shit." Basically, saying you guys are soft, and so now they they, they, they right. completely eliminated it, um, <laughs> which is just funny as fuck to me because it just basically proves my point that you know you can't be. You can't do that job and then not expect criticism. And then when you get criticism, attack. Look, Mike Messinelli, we've. I hate bringing him. I, I really hate to do this, but the guy's a fucking ass. Like he is an asshole. He's gone. I there's there's screenshots all over the place with him threatening people to fight him in parking lots, calling people homos, calling people fags. Those words are coming out of his mouth on Twitter, in people's DMs. The guy's a piece of shit. He talks a big game. Him and his fucking. You know, toupee. So he's my SSC. I'm just going to stop there. He's my SSCS. Fuck him. He's got, he's got Twitter muscles. Oh, absolutely. Dude, he's five foot fucking four. Yeah. All right. Get the fuck out. And you're, and you you're knock know. Knock him down. Let's slap him in the side of the yeah, head. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, I've never been a fan. Like, I, I really, yeah. You know, I, I actively try not to listen to him. I, I don't, I don't respect him. I don't think he's, he's arrogant. I feel like a lot of his character. But then I see that. I wasn't attacking. Right. I wasn't coming at him. Even when I responded to what I responded to, and I said, dude, I wasn't coming at you. I'm saying your co-hosts are soft. He, yeah. And I, I respect what you've done in the community for radio, sports talk radio. I don't know whether you agree or not. He has. He chill has, out, Holmes. He, yeah, chill out, Holmes. Like, dude, first of all, get the fuck. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you can respect it all you want. It doesn't I can respect somebody, right? But you're coming not, out. You're coming out. Really like want to listen to him, right? You're coming out like a fucking. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of the Philadelphia sports guys that I respect that I I'm not as big of a fan of. Mm-hmm. But you know what? What was I say? There's there's another guy, and I'm going to throw the name out there, Angelo. Mm-hmm. I think if you would have thrown that out there with Angelo, I think Angelo would have been more receptive to it. I think Angelo is a little bit more. He gets it. He understands who he is on the other station and it would have just blown it off and been like, this is what I get being in the role that I'm at. He probably would have, but I don't like him either. I'm not saying you, you like him, but I'm just saying that I think he's a little bit more thick skinned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. And, and I think he's more, I think as much as I can't listen to him, I think he's a character of himself. I don't think he's really, I think he's a little bit more fun loving. I think right. he just laughs it off and, and kind of like, he knows this guy is so fun. I mean, get the fuck out. First of all, first of all, Mike, Natalie isn't going to fuck you, okay? She's not going to fuck you. So uh-huh. you don't have to defend her every tooth and nail every time someone says something. She's not going to fuck you. 
she's fucking other guys in Mayfair, okay? Other yep. guys that went to Conwell Eagling, other guys that went to fucking Lincoln, all right? <laughs> you're 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 a fucking you know a has been fucking lawyer who's pissed off that your fucking you know life didn't turn out the way you wanted to and you're still single and approaching sixty so go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awful. Right. But anyway, I go home and get your fucking shine box. All right, I'm over it. Gary, you got right. one or not? Right. So yeah, Gary's got one. Do you have one? Or you want to move on? No, I got one. Right. Seeming swallowing cocksucker all the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! The supposed Eagles fans, armchair quarterbacks, saying they're going to trade Carson Wentz and move up to get Trevor Lawrence. Get the fuck out of here. Do you have any idea of what the NFL is and what the NFL franchise will do? You would realize that's not going to happen. They're not going to do that. So get over yourselves with that, you ass clowns. <laughs> That was SSS. No, I, I agree. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Like, there's two things in that. Number one, you can't move on from Carson Wentz. Number two, you're not getting Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> exactly. The Jets aren't going to trade the first round pick to take $34 million when they have the opportunity to take Trevor Lawrence, who Trevor they think is probably going to be better than Carson Wentz. All right. He said if the Jets try to draft him, he's out. <laughs> oh, he already, he already said he goes. Yeah, what, but he's. He said, "What makes you think he's playing for the Jets?" He said, "What makes you right, think, what makes you think I'm coming out?" He said, "What makes you think I'm coming out?" Yeah. He doesn't have to come out this year. He's coming out. He's coming out. He's coming out. Well, he didn't declare yet, so we don't know. He might. He, he might can't pull, declare yet. He might still pull, playing. He I'm can, just saying. He can pull a Peyton, where he plays another year because he doesn't play for him, or he can play an Eli. Ironically, both maintenance. Where he says, "You draft me, you fucking trade me." I'm not playing for you. Yeah. So he could do that, but and I guess anything's possible. Yeah. But you know, yeah. there, there's a lot of money involved. He said they are terrible. He said my college team could beat them. <laughs> probably not wrong. All right, I got a pee, fellas. Yeah. All right. Just leave you look like you have I to take a out soon, but... Go on, take a couple trips. <laughs> I might. Just so the leave. other thing is I. I got a uh, Jameson um, coffee whiskey thing. Anybody can do a shot with me? Gary, What's this? No. Yeah. Gary, what is this shaking the head shit? Not tonight, Mike. No, no, motherfucker. You have asked us how many times to do a shot with you, and we've obliged. He's got I a, understand, bro, he's got but a point. I no, work. No, no, no. no, no, no. You know what, Gary? He's got a get point. Get your fucking Jameson bottle. He's got a pull your fucking panties up and get your fucking Jameson. He's got a point. He's got a point. How many times do you pressure everybody else? I know. So get your fucking bottle. Well, <laughs> we don't hear. Get your fucking shine box. I don't have any. You have a fucking Jameson bottle. Go no. get your Jameson bottle. I have no way. I killed it. Yo, you're like token with the base. Token, go get your base out of your father's base. I don't have no base. Closet. <laughs> token, find your. No, Token. honestly, I didn't. Look, I, didn't I have a bass, but I don't know how to play it. Token, you're black. You know how to play bass. <laughs> Fuck you God guys. damn it. God damn it. <laughs> All right, fine. Yo, you, you got something. You, you got liquor somewhere. No, I don't. No, you, you're, telling me, you're telling me you don't have a bottle of liquor. Any liquor. I didn't get it yet. Wait for Christmas. No. <laughs> a bunch of chives. So, you are so full of shit. Honestly. It's true. I don't keep that in the house. 
You don't yeah. keep any liquor in the house. Once in a while, but the once in a while when I get it, I drink it. You know what I mean? You don't have a, a, a single drop of any liquor in the house. Nope. No drips. You're so you full like of you shit. have to take a tinkle. Oh, oh, my. Take a Sean, what do you say? Yes. All right. So you, you think I'm full of shit too, Sean? No. Yes, absolutely. No, I don't. I, I think you're being truthful here. Uh, huh? I would do a shot if I had it. He's fuck. He's a mess. Yeah, a little bit. All right. So while he's getting his drink, and I'm for mine. Um, ironically, I'd what's that? Flyers. I'd flyers yeah, yeah. Uh, the Flyers. Have signed Phil Myers. We're ending the show with this. The Flyers have signed uh, Phil Myers to a very affordable deal, three-year deal, uh, about what two point five million a year. That's a good move. Ryan, we're doing a shot. Yeah, I got it. You in? He said no. You gotta do do the shot of rum. He's got to work tomorrow too. Do a do a half a shot. Do, do a it. quarter shot. Do it. Do a quarter shot. Do it. Do it. If if you pour a quarter shot, we'll think it's a full shot. Do it. <laughs> Brian, you, you got you, you got rum. You ain't so just, you ain't twisting just, his arm, boy. Just just make it seem like you're doing a shot. That's the most stubbornest cocksucker I have ever met. You haven't met my wife, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you just call your wife a cocksucker? Stubborn. No, I call her stubbornness. Well, all right. Here, here you go. Here you go. How you doing? That's you got. Right. Oh, look at these two hot chickens. Binkle wants some binkle, give it to me. Huh? So, do it. Meanwhile, yeah, I got yeah, a cold it. brew. Do it, Mike. Maybe no. he means a kiss. We're doing little voices undercover. Come on, sweetie, do it. Oh, that's a sweet little pucker. I love it. Hi, can I get you two a drink? You sure can, sweetheart. Johnny Red Neat, okay? okay. Do it. Do it. All right. And you? Do it. Do it. <laughs> that was like the best scene in that movie, man. Stars, you know, that was great. All right, Mike, I got your, I got the shot ready. Do it. So, I went out to um, wine and spirits. Shut the fuck Just up! Just do the shot. Jesus Christ! No, what, what's up? I got a Jameson cold brew. Oh, nice. I'm awesome. like, yeah. That's awesome. So I was like, I got a couple things for for some stocking stuffers and stuff. I'm like. What's this Jameson cold brew? What's it taste like? I'm like, they're like, oh, it's Jameson. It's coffee, this and that. I'm like, how much is it? They're like a dollar. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> do so, it. Do it. I want to see it. a color. Touch it. Do it. Do it. Oh, it's dark as shit. Yeah, it is. So, Phil Myers, good signing. And then Absolutely. the N- NHL. Sure, why not? January 13th is coming back. Oh, we lost Ryan. Uh, January 13th, NHL coming back. Are they finally announced it? 55 game season. 55, okay. 55. January, January 13th. Yep. All right, Mikey. Cheers. I can't see your. There you go. All right. That'll be a fun, fun, fun season. Oh, absolutely, man. Because, like, you know, think about. Uh, let me do my shot. Do shot, John. I'll show any shot. Um,. One of the most fun, one of the most fun NHL seasons ever, was in what ninety five. It was a forty five games, forty four game season. So, so you, when they were on strike, 
Yeah. So now that was a great season. Now you're 55 yeah. games, 55 game season, and the, the division lineups is pretty uh, align alignments is pretty cool. So all the uh, Northeast teams, Boston, Washington, both New York teams, the Flyers, Pittsburgh, are all together, right? All the yeah, Canadian, yeah, all the oh yeah, all the Canadian <laughs> teams are all together. The West yeah. teams, the one division that's kind of weird. The, Flyers, the Canadian teams is weird, dude. That's, I'm just saying that. Well, the reason why is because they can't have the board, the borders closed. Yeah, they can't. They they don't want to coast. Yeah, the yeah. Toronto or Canada doesn't want to open up the borders because they have more restrictions on COVID than. With everything that's going on, it's smart the way the NHL did it. I get it, but man, it's it's a long way from fucking Montreal to Edmonton. Yeah, that's, oh, well, that's, a, that's cross, their problem. Cross country yeah. or Ontario or what, what's what's the one that's way over? Well, uh, Vancouver. Van- Vancouver is way west. Vancouver, that, that's above yeah. Seattle, yeah. So okay. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be interesting to see how that how that works out. But I'm glad I'm glad that they're coming into agreement. And again, I know we didn't talk much basketball tonight, but next week we'll do a Sixers preview, NBA preview, and stuff. These so. 55 games that means like near the end of the season, some these players will still have some pep. They won't. Yeah. They Maybe. won't feel so drained. Yeah, it takes about 20 games yeah. to really get going, and, you know, and then you're yeah. ready to roll. Hopefully fucking Nolan Patrick's ready, man. Fuck. I hope Hopefully. so, man. So, Gary, yes, when sir. you when you get your panties out of a bunch, <laughs> Jameson cold brew? Is it good? You like coffee? You like Jameson? I do. There you go. I'll All check right. it put out. It the, put it in the there. freezer for, uh, you know. Half hour before the show? Just dump it in my coffee in the morning. Well, you could do that, but we could also do it for the <laughs> next show. Yeah, I mean, you can also, like, not be drunk when you're driving to work. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's just a thought. Oh, really? So, you know, uh, now I... we're the voice of reason. My first stop tomorrow. Now being drunk driving is a bad idea. My first stop tomorrow, I'm going in the crawl space for rap. Nice. Uh, you know, yeah, honestly, this might be a bad thing, but since we've done this, I can't remember the last time I drove fucking. <laughs> it's true. I can understand. You know what I, mean? I can understand that. Um, one last thing I want to mention: 2024 Olympics. Is gonna it's gonna feature breakdancing as a sport. Breakdancing is now an Olympic sport. Yeah. I just want to mention that. I, I don't know how you guys felt about that, but whole country's going to shit. I mean it's gonna be fun to watch. Right? Break well, I mean, you got that. I got this. My coworker sent this to me. What the hell is that? Oh, that's a scorpion. Oh, Scorpion in a drink? Yeah, well, your phone just went black. But, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, hold that's on. a Mexico thing, I think, right? Where's live? No, hold on. That's a Mexico thing. No, that's not in a drink. That's that's upside down. That's covering oh. up the Scorpion. Oh. There's a baby Scorpion in one of my coworkers' sister's house. Where's that at? Arizona. Oh. Arizona. But that's a thing. That's a drink, though, too, right? Something about a I don't know, scorpion in a shot. That's not a drink. That's it, it possibly is, but that's a fucking legit baby a squir- baby scorpion. Wow. 
It's in Arizona. It's in Arizona. State of fucking Arizona. <laughs> yeah, so why would anybody want to live in Arizona? Exactly. That's the conversation we had. That sounds awful. You got the Cardinals in the fucking... When, when, it rains, when it rains, it floods fucking tarantulas and fucking rattlers. Yeah, and you, got fucking, <laughs> you got the Cardinals in the fucking... In the fucking... <laughs> Diamondbacks. <laughs> I'm dying over here. All right, guys. That's gonna do it for a show. This, dude, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell who's you guys gonna, something. Who's gonna get Jameson coffee, cold brew next week that we can do? All right. I'll see who's, gonna, I, who's gonna pull their, uh, you I, know? I gotta go back. Now, Sean doesn't like coffee, but you know, uh, you two motherfuckers like coffee. So, what, what, which one of you motherfuckers are gonna? I'll get them. It ain't gonna All be right. me because I gotta work next Saturday too. <laughs> No, I, gotta, I gotta tell you the last the last few shows. I'm not working another Saturday till after the fucking first of the year. Fuck that. The la- the last few shows we've done have been like you know sans guest, but but they've been solid. We've had some really good fucking shows the last few weeks, man. And we're ending this year on a good note as far as the show goes and as far as content and everything else involved. It, and we thank you guys, the listeners, and and so on. But um. Again, yeah, check it out next week. You, you like basketball, check it out next week. We're going to get into it, man. Yeah, it's going to be fun next week. Uh, Sixers preview. We'll, we'll recap yeah. the hurt to start. We'll see how that goes. And then uh, we'll take a week off and then our best off show, which is a lot of fun. So The best off show is yeah, it's awesome. probably the best show of the year. Yeah. We will see you guys next week. We're Corner Plus Sports. Thank you guys for watching, joining. Thank you guys Cheers. so much. Cheers. Mike. Thanks, Thanks.